podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day. Boxingvoice.com. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition. Feels like I ain't going nowhere. I mean, we did such a long episode uh, yesterday. Feels like I ain't going nowhere, but I'm joined alongside King Amin of Essex. We're going to recap this weekend. Perfect guy to have on the show, man, because I know you're a hardcore like myself. I know you're going to watch everything and give your opinion on everything, especially the Jocasta Valle fight out in um Costa Rica Costa Rica yeah. man but uh man let's i guess start with uh the biggest fight right it's FA Ajagba and um I was about to say Zalil Zhang cuz that's what's next but it's actually FA Ajagba and Joe Goodall man what were your thoughts on FA Ajagba Joe Goodall and the performance in the main event Listen, I'm glad you asked me because I rewatched it. Shout out to Sky Sports. They got the replay in the morning. They show it all day long. So um, because I was tuned into the Valle fight, the Don King joint, by the time I got to F.A., um, and it was one of our comrades. He didn't like F.A.'s performance. I thought F.A. did pretty good. F.A. was in there with a tough guy, a puncher who was upset bound. He had it on his mind. We got to remember, Goodall came in off of upset off of Stephen Big Shot Shaw. So um, F.A.'s performance, for what I saw from him, he was more um, mobile. He was definitely more mobile, working off the jab a lot better. And, and he could take um, Goodall's, you know, strong punches. Um, and when they set up, the, it was a stoppage, you know, um, I thought it was appropriate. I thought F.A. more importantly looked more confident than he had in a very long time, probably since, shit, 2020. You know, I haven't seen him this confident. And um, you said the, the, the Zalai Zhang bang fight is up next, man. Um, that's going to be a tall test for him. What were your thoughts? Yeah, nah, that's certainly uh, a tall test. Um, I don't know. Uh, F.A. surprised me. You know, he his jab is uh it's it's very strong, bro. That jab really was the key to his win against Goodall. It was hitting Goodall like a like a right hand. 
and um, it would get him off balance. It would slightly blind him so that that right hand can land. F.A. is, uh, he impressed me. He really did impress me. Um, and he was so patient, right? Uh, is he going to be that patient with Zan coming forward? Is Zan going to be able to come forward? You know, it is now going to be Southpaw versus Orthodox. So is F.A. going to have that jab? I see Orthodox fighters automatically lose their jab when they end it with a Southpaw and they start this, you know, fist bumping shit throughout the whole fight. So is Zhang being a Southpaw going to take away F.A.'s strongest, you know, weapon? Yeah, and, and two things on that. I think the right is coming across less sweeping as it once was, and it's a lot more crisp. It's a lot more narrow. It's a lot more precise. F.A., that is. With that being said, I think that, you know, that's one of the things that Zhang does best because his straight left, he sets it up. Sometimes he'll come in, he'll he'll faint, you know, a right hook, or he'll come in with, you know, a, a light jab. You know, his jab don't necessarily stick. He's more likely to come in off a, a hook and then try to, you know, fake the hook to the body or, or start in the basement, go up top, and deliver his straight left. So I could see, you know, um, him either beating F.A. is going to have to beat him to the punch on that jab. Um, he, he's going to have to use it, like you said, at times, he's going to have to use it more to blind Zhang or strictly just to cancel more than try to land it against Goodall like like he was doing as, as a stick, you know? Um, tough assignment. It is, man. Um, Goodall had very, very slight success on the inside. You know, he was able to land the right and the left hooks, but he wasn't really able to cut that distance. Again, there was a, a, an, a, a land field of jab bombs and Goodall had to cross that landfill to get on the inside to do any sort of work um and uh he he just couldn't he just couldn't which was impressive to me I thought if it was gonna be an upset it was gonna be Goodall to get it I seen what he did with Shaw and I thought you know this is a tough Australian that isn't afraid and and he's going to go in there and give it his all. Um, and he did try until, you know, his his brain got shook around. That was a good stoppage. You know, he was done. Um, shout out to F.A., man. He, he, he gave us what we needed uh, from him, which was a knockout. You know, there's a lot of talk of top rank shaking things up. That's why this talk of this fight now... His trainer wants to come on the show. His trainer is in our comment section because I posted, obviously, is this what you want on our community page, on our Instagram. And uh, one of his trainers, because you know Kay Kimura doesn't really talk, or Kimura, I don't know how you pronounce it? Kimura? Kimura. Okay, Kimura. Well, you know he doesn't really talk. I was shocked. Karoma. I'm Karoma. sorry, Karoma. Karoma. I was shocked to see him talking in the post-fight. And obviously, Flick is willing to come on. And, and and here, I'll give you a screenshot. I don't know, actually, you can't see it because of the feature you're on. But on YouTube, you'll see it now. And this screen share shows his trainer in the, in the, in the comment section saying, tell him make sure that bag is right. You know what I mean? 
Um, so are we going to have issues in the negotiations? You know, what exactly, um, how easy is it going to be to get this fight with Zhang? Uh, but I do like that, that matchup. You see, that's what top rank wants the, wants to offer us as consumers. Um, if, if they can't get it hammered down because of negotiations, obviously we already see discussions of money being a concern. Um, what direction should FA go? Well, I think, you know, uh, top rank, I think they can make it happen. Debella, um, Zang is a Debella fighter, correct? I don't believe so. Uh, Joe Goodall was. I think Zang has got a co-promotion with uh, Frank Warren now, or he's a free agent. You know, he could have okay. had, because, you know, it was a two-fight thing, so with the rematch. Sure. So, you know, maybe he's out of it. Maybe they extended, you know. Okay. I mean, I ask because, you know, those things, you know, they matter. Unfortunately, they stop us from getting those good fights, which is why you're asking me, what's another direction to go in? Mm -hmm. um, I, I guess we'd have to call it up under the WBC or are we just looking for fighters um, that could potentially fit the bill? I mean, he's over at top rank. You know what? I'm going to open my mouth and say Jared Anderson, right? Um, this, but, if you're, but if you're F.A., Jared and you training in James Prince's gym in Houston. Yesterday they said that Jared, I mean, excuse me, that F.A. has moved to Las Vegas. I don't know how true that is. We'll, we'll get his trainer on in a bit. And we can get Cassius Chaney on also in a bit. And we'll talk about his fight. Last night. Mm -hmm. No, what, my man, amazing win. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, so if that's not an option, right? Because I'm looking at what Top Rank did. Let's talk about it a little bit. Let's dig deep because we're hardcores. They signed a few heavyweights. Okay, they got Antonio Mireles, who, which you mentioned you didn't really wasn't hip to him, but no, you know, I was hip. I was okay. hip. We went to see him in Robert's gym. I, I knew okay. he got dropped twice, bro. I gave I, I gave the upset on the betting show. Skyler Lacey yesterday, and 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 obviously this is the same card, so we can talk about it. I'll go right into it. Skyler was my upset pick of the week. One of, because I gave Rommel as an upset on the betting show. We hit that. Now, Skyler, we would have hit that. He had three rounds in the bag. The fourth round was shaky. I could see people giving it to him, and I can see why the judges did not, because the sheer look of exhaustion on his body and face. But um, Mirales, I knew well. I knew that he got dropped twice already. Um, just not... True. I mean, look how big he is. And he's Mexican. He didn't fight like a Margarito. That's when we think Mexican, we think Margarito, Brandon Rios. You know what I mean? Tough. Come for like this guy's sure not doing that. This guy's yeah. not doing that. Um, my guy destroyed this guy's body. My guy is a fucking fool. If I see him in the gym, he is gonna get a tongue lashing from me because. You lost that fight, which was a draw, not a loss, but it's a loss. It's a loss because it's not a win because you weren't in shape. Mm. Disgusting that at this level, you're not winning a fight because you're exhausted. That is the saddest thing. I mean, Skyler let me down to the 10th power, bro. Um, I had big money on him. Bro, we had an Ali-Skyler 
double parlay. This man was a plus 600, bro. They ain't know who the fuck he was. And it's crazy because I know Top Rank know who he was. So my thing is, Top Rank seen me dollars. They did him a favor and signed him because of Robert. Dude got dropped twice. He ain't fought no real heavyweights. Skyler, word on the street is in Vegas. He been begging for an opportunity. They throw him a bone thinking, I right, Skyler going to get us, get rid of this dude for us. We could cut him if Skyler beats him. He going in and get a draw. You going in and get a motherfucking draw. Now, you ain't getting signed and he ain't getting dropped. He might not even get a return. Let's hope. Because we all know it was because of Shakur Stevenson that Antoine Cobbs got three fights on ESPN versus Jalen Rose because he's a Shakur Stevenson fighter. Let's hope we could get the rematch. Skyler asked a fucking train because I picked him for the upset because he live in Vegas. We already in high elevation. So we got this guy. He's coming from Riverside all the way to Lake Tahoe. It's going to be a change of climate for him. And he ain't even show the exhaustion. The motherfucker that lived in Vegas was the one that looked it crazy, bro. I was, it was very sad, man. Very sad, bro. Um, luckily, though, if you're on the betting team and you use Bavada, we still got paid for the Ramallah Ali and Skyler because draws is like, it's like CeeLo. Push pays, baby. Push pays. <laughs> well, remember, OJ, uh, Brandon, OJ, Bam Moore is another heavyweight top rank is working with. They've added to the roster. So these are... I, 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 I wouldn't put him in there with F.A., though, I mean. Not, not yet. What? Really? You were that impressed? No, absolutely not. And that's not against Bam. I'm just saying top rank, they signed a few heavyweights, and they're working in that direction. Obviously, yeah, it is a reach. If we're talking about Zang, we can't put Bam in there. But um, Oh, I if, thought you if, meant F.A. And, and Brandon Moore. You talking about Brandon Moore and Zang? No, no, brother. I was saying if I'm, I'm, I was saying if Fa is already in talks to fight Zhang, then I'm probably reaching by putting Bam in there with Fa. Well, no, because if Fa don't like the money that they offer him for Zhang, then let's say Brandon Moore can be, um, you know, an option. He can say like if Fa's like nah, the money for Zhang ain't right. Um. I'm not taking that fight right now until the money get better. They're like, all right, well, you want to fight Brandon Moore? You know? So I'm screen sharing Brandon Moore for those that aren't familiar. This was his debut. The guy with the big hat, that's Ryan Ricky. He's got a few other heavyweights. One I'm really excited about is what I'm calling the Latino James Tony Lorenzo Medina. His own nickname, though, is the Giant Killer. So I cannot wait for them to give him my opportunity. So... What Brandon Moore did, I mean, by getting the win, even though it wasn't the most prettiest for me, I mean, the man is raw. I don't know what Top Rank's going to do. Like, dude was running, I mean, reaching. It was crazy. It looked like it was freestyle swimming in there fight. Like, it was a little wild. It was, I didn't expect him to be that wild with the way he was talking on our interview, the way he talked about his spawn session with... Tyson Fury is spawn session with Jared Anderson is spawn sessions with, you know, Adelaide and Dubois. You know, he uh I don't know, bro. It, it, you know, I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't I, he didn't impress me as much as I wanted to be impressed. Can he I, got the win, but yeah, sure, for I sure. Draw, 
let me, let me draw a comparison in performance. And it's funny we're using the word wild. I'm I'm a you know make the pun. It's on me. Don't don't nobody start you know beefing it and scratching and moaning in the chat. He looked like Wilder trying to take out Stavern. Mm. And I think you know if if he felt like you know um he he could have stopped dude Robert Sims that is he probably felt like Sims was not in shape or the best of shape to be in there with him. And I think the punches where he looked awkward, where he was off balance, those was, he was trying to make them put out punches, but he lacked so much technique in them. Um, they, they didn't, you know, land like they were supposed to, you know what I'm saying? And, to, you know, Sims himself, you know, um, he was a little bit compact and, you know, he was, you know, he, he was in there. Um, again, not in the best shape, but, um, you know, he, he, he stood his ground against a very raw Brandon Moore. So I don't know if Brandon Moore, I say all that to say if Brandon Moore has another gear or another side where there's a little bit more conventional boxing, it's going to have to be against an opponent that challenges him or, or pushes him or at least gives him the idea that he's going to be maybe a Johnny Rice, you know, not, not to move off of F.A., but maybe a Johnny Rice is a good opponent for Brandon Moore to kind of, you know, see how schooled he is or will he be schooled, you know? Yeah, I mean, for Brandon Moore, Johnny Rice, I think that's a huge step up. I mean, huge, bro. Bro, what were you smoking yesterday? Did you see Robert Sims? Yeah, I seen him. He looked like me 10 years ago when I was on my weight loss journey. Not even. You ain't never been that heavy, bro. Brandon Sims had titties and, and more... <laughs> Moore was punching on them goddamn aqua bags. It was hilarious. And then I slept on Robert because, you know, he's all, he looked like a, a, a bag full of water. And um, my man actually could fight. He was catching Brandon with some shit, okay? And Brandon really sat down on some of them body shots. He hit dude with some six and sevens, hard, whipping. And uh, dude took that shit, so... I don't know that that should be the next fight. I think that is a huge step up. I think even Guido Villanella is a huge step up. I think Brandon, um, all right, so I'm going to think heavyweights that been on top rank and say, fucking hell, um, Curtis Harper, he just fought okay. Guido. That was a tough fight for Guido. Guido got it out because he could box. Curtis Harper will tell top rank right away what they got with Brandon Moore. Um, and that might be, I don't know. You feel me? I, like, I like that. Curtis Harper might be a little bit tough right now. Like, based off what I've seen, like, I can't, you know... When you start doing this shit, <laughs> you know, like you running after your target in literally the running position, that's a problem for me. Um, I need to see just a little bit of sharpening up on that, on that technique. But again, these fighters that come from other sports, sometimes we got to let them be them. It's like, what if a trainer would have told Ali to pick up his hands and you know, not do everything that he did. But there are some sins he's committing. He got hit by a dude that 
It's a fight. You're going to be hit, but you shouldn't have probably been hit by that guy that much. I believe. I could be wrong, but, you know, maybe that guy shouldn't have hit him that much. No, I, I agree. It was, it was a tough fight, but, it, again, it was the kind of fight that tells us how raw Moore still is and how much work he needs. So, for sure, um, you know, it. it you know, but he listen. This is good television time. I think the last time we seen him, he was on Pro Box, right? I don't even remember the last time I seen more. I know that we seen him, and uh, you know, I immediately got an interview with him because he impressed. But like, I said that. That's why I didn't bet on this fight. I said to myself, it's his first time on Top Rank under these lights. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows now. You could watch this fight on TV. I ain't betting on him. And look, you know, box rack, going off the eye. Who would have thought a young athlete, basketball player turned boxer wouldn't get a guy that looks like Robert Sims out of there? But that, that's how boxing is. But this is one of F.A. Jogba's coaches, Coach Flick. Yo. Coach Flick, how are you, my brother? I'm all right, Ness. What's up? Oh, man, thank you just uh, for taking the time uh, to come on. Are you traveling back or are you already back in Vegas? No, I'm traveling back. Okay, so hopefully we don't lose you in the in the, in the travel. Um, but I seen you I seen you in the comment section. You said they got to get that bag right. So th <laughs> this wasn't already discussed because the way that it looked, ESPN uh, was pushing that fight. So the way that it looked, it's like they already plant this. Yeah, they, yeah, they, you know, they want they planted the seed, but uh, we ain't we ain't taking. Uh, like I said, I, you know, I like to talk shit and fuck around, but like you know, we got better opportunities. You know, I'm not gonna say it out there right now, but we gonna be fighting again soon. And it's not gonna be us. Okay, so wow, now you got me thinking. What could be better than an interim <laughs> title? Because uh, right now all the belts is really lined up. Unless you're talking a crossover, what two Nigerians, FA and Francis? <laughs> oh man, y'all just gonna have to wait and see, man. I mean, uh, it's just gonna have to wait and see, man. Well. Take me to the performance, man. He looked really good. He looked really poised, stood focused behind that jab. And really, to me, I think that's what what, what was the big, you know, the, the big winner was that jab. It set everything up. It really shook up Goodall. And, you know, I expected Goodall to do a lot better. He did not look as good as he looked in the Shaw fight. Man, people, people... People, his jab was is incredible, man. Like I said, you seen it, everybody seen it. Um, his jab set up a lot uh, for his arsenal, for his offense. Man, people got a game plan so they get punched in their mouth. Man, Hefe hits hard, bro. So uh, it seems like you guys are starting to get that killer instinct out of him. Uh, do you feel mm -hmm. he's always had that? Do, wh why do you feel, um, you know, it's it's taken this long for it to show? You know, we can see it even in his post-fight celebration. He got on the ropes, banging on his chest. He feels more confident. At least it looks that way from the outside looking in. I mean, 
uh, a lot of people didn't know that Hefe was, you know, he was going through uh, a pain and injuries with his, both his elbows. So you couldn't get a lot. He always had the killer instinct. It's just now people are starting to see um, what he's capable of because he's a healthy fighter now. You know what I'm saying? So um, he he been had offense. He been had the killer instinct. Um, I'm, like I said, we're not going to make no excuses, but everybody in the world sees that Hefe is a, uh, is a new guy being a healthy Hefe. Now, Coach, can we rule out Francis? You you guys are not interested in <laughs> yeah, crossover yeah, yeah. fights, right? Like, not yeah, yet, yeah, right? Yes, 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 we are. We are interested in crossover fights. Like I said, um, if the opportunity presents itself, uh, we, we shall see. So, I heard Anthony, I mean, excuse me. I see you smile because I already know that's the guy you was really talking about. Uh, I heard Eddie Hearns say Anthony Joshua and Francis Ngannou in Africa, Rumble in the Jungle 2. Obviously, Ngannou's being pulled in a lot of different directions. There's been announced yeah. a two-fight deal with Deontay Wilder, one in the PFL that's possibly cooking. Are we talking Anthony Joshua and F.A. Ajagba? in africa i mean because you said bigger than zang champ you said bigger than zang so i'm only trying to think bigger than zang let let me let me reword that okay now we got different opportunities that we can go we can pull that we can go pull that way that way this way that way you know what i'm saying We, we we moving smart we ain't you know but like i said I think I think a, a big fight with Hefe and um, and Ganway in, in Nigeria would be dope. You never thought about that's a real rumble in the jungle. With the guys that's really from over there. I mean, AJ's from over there. He was born in in in, in London, but his parents are both from Nigeria. And yeah, he, and you know, he was sent back over parents. there too. We, he, but he reps London. He, and, I mean, he got the Africa tattoo on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But we talking about two, two guys that really repping it, like Nigeria and, and, and uh, what you call him from. So, so how, how how likely is something like that? Because I mean, Francis got Deontay Wilder options, Tyson Fury rematch yeah, options, Eddie Hearn talking about him and AJ in Africa. So I mean, how, how realistic is that in your eyes? I mean, any fight you can make a fight happen. Like I said, it, it depends on the promoters. Like the heavyweights are all over the place right now. Like Wilder say they want to fight this, Tyson Fury want to fight this. Then the guy that just fought Tyson Fury, he just come out of nowhere and everybody want to fight him. Like I mean, the heavyweight division got to make up their mind, man. Like the best of the best need to fight each other. I mean, they need to open up the belts so, you know, so these other heavyweights can get opportunities to be uh, world champions. That's my opinion on that. For sure. Um, so have you considered F.A. and Martin Bacoli? It looks like the excellency, the, 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 the Saudi, you know, he's interested in Bacoli. They flew him Wait. out. They gave him a fight. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He's he's from the Congo. You know that right. that could work. That is that is an interesting fight. We I mean we'll 
if, if that opportunity presents on the table, we'll, we'll definitely take that. Okay. Um, I think Hefe, I think Hefe, man, like I said, Hefe is a, a top dog, man. No matter, you know, if y'all don't have him on y'all list, but he's going to show the world that, man, he's one of the best heavyweights on this planet. Now, this name I'm going to throw out, you probably ain't even see his knockout. He probably in your eyes is behind F.A., but he got a sensational knockout yesterday of former oh, world see. champion Trevor Bryant. He been on top rank. It seemed like every time old boy get a knockout, it go viral. And he was beat before. I'm not saying he not beatable. He was beat before, but he back and he got a very spectacular knock. I'm talking about Cassius Cheney. What's your thoughts on that? I say I say in the highlight. I mean, like I said, I gotta watch him. I'm not, I'm not too fond upon him, but uh, I gotta watch him. But like I said, uh, if opportunity, we looking for different opportunities, man. I mean, that guy, he, he, he the, for what I seen, he a good fighter, but I'm not really, we not really looking at him right now. Okay, okay. Well, coach, I know you got a lot <coughs> going on, man. Um, what's cooking in the gym? You guys are in there with with Bruce. Carrington, you're in there with Venado Lopez. You was in there with Rocky Hernandez. Yeah, the team is, is is very big over there. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to get on here and talk shit, man. You know, y'all ain't been giving me that plate. Uh, what? You man, know, you welcome Bernardo. anytime. You know that. <laughs> what, 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 uh, of course, we just had a – that Rocky fight was tough, but it was this close. It was this close. Um. Yeah, man, we got a good stable. We got a good stable over there at DLX, man. Me, Coach K, the rest of the team, man. All we do, everybody know, all we do is just work in the gym, brother. Well, we mind our business. We make sure our fighters uh, do what they got to do. And, oh, Ness, let me ask you a question. Did uh, did you have Hefe? Who you had? I want to know your honest opinion, man. What, who I was picking? Yeah, man. You, 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 I I don't know. So I picked F.A., but as far as betting, I said good all could get the upset. But I picked F.A. on the show Ooh. as my prediction. Why you feel like he could have got the upset, though, man? Like, what did Because sometimes F.A. don't let his hands go. But that's why I said today y'all got him on some kill. Like, he ain't stopped jabbing. Sometimes you know he could go in his hands in his pocket. Yesterday he jabbed his ass off. It was a battering ram. So yesterday, so what about the last fight where he was starting to show progression of him letting his hands go, but until the no, dude started No, I was impressed with his... the Shaw fight. You know I was impressed with this because Shaw's my guy. I've not not Shaw. Oh, which I'm fight? I'm talking about the one that Goo kept hitting him in his nuts. Oh, Kuzabuski. Yeah, yeah. We You seen flashes of it. I mean, that fight was tough because of Kuzabuski, man. He took all the life out that fight cheating, so we don't know what really was going yeah, on. I yeah. mean, why you letting me do this alone, sitting there and not saying a goddamn thing? Nah, I'm <laughs> letting Coach Cook because he said he wanted to get, he got a couple of things he wanted to get off, but you yeah. know, um, I had I had some questions about Rocky. I ain't, I want to I want to lean on. No, that was anymore. an amazing fight. Is that I see they pushing for a rematch? What you think's gonna happen? Because yeah. I mean, obviously, if I'm forced, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to unify with Cordina, especially after what Cordina he ain't looked the greatest last night. Or didn't. Right, right, right. I mean, if they push for the rematch, we'll take it. I mean. 
I think we had beat them the second time. We outclassed them the first time, but, you know, punch his chance. You know, it's boxing. It happens. Bro, I was net, bro, that his percentage, his knockout percentage, I mean, like, that knockout, I think that fight needs to be the catalyst for why we need universal, um, what's that shit called, I mean? The scoring they had? Open scoring. Open, open scoring. scoring. Bro, this dude don't even punch like that. And and he was told, yo, you you losing. And he 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 found a way, bro. Like, no, I more- think. I think it was more so. I I know how you trying to put like no, that's not. Ah, what happened. He said no. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Uh, Rocky just uh, kept coming forward and press pressing the action uh, in that fight. But if Rocky would have just boxed the last round, or after that, we would have won the fight easy, even with the one knockdown. I mean, even with the two knockdowns. So you don't think he, him knowing that he was gonna lose on them scorecards? No, because he didn't anything. have nothing. No, he didn't have. If you look at the fight, Rocky just got caught. He didn't. He didn't. Foster didn't go out there with enthusiasm like like he had to knock him out. He, Rocky was pushing him backwards, and Rocky got caught with a good shot. It wasn't nothing that he came out like, oh, I'm, I, I gotta knock this guy out. Nah. <laughs> That's no, how, no, sir. Yo, that's how I felt. I felt like he knew his his back was a little nah. like, It was a wrap. You got to look at belt, the fight. You got to look at the fight, belt, again, bro. His belt. I believe me. I watched that fight. I had him losing. He was losing. The fact that there's people out there that think he was winning. I'm trying to tell motherfuckers, you you ain't Floyd. Black. You can't be on the ropes. Rocky punching you in the face, and I'm seeing your mouth guard because you smiling. Did he punch you? That don't mean you got good defense. That don't mean that shoulder roll working. I had Rocky losing, Coach. I mean, not Rocky. I had I had Foster. Oh, I was about to say. God I had Foster. I had Foster losing that fight. He needed that knockout. You see what I posted, bro? Needed that. He needed that. Yeah, he did. He needed it. Without that knockout, there was no way, man. Yeah, that's why I said if he were if we if if, if we would have boxed him the last round, but I guess you know. Rocky had that pride in him that he wanted to uh, go out there and finish the show. So who who well, are you working with that hasn't yet been able to, um, you know, get that? I guess that shine, but you know he's a problem. Don't say don't say uh, Freitas because I'm already telling my audience how great he is already, so they know. But anybody else? Man, honestly, who who's really not getting they shine and they just do? Kenny Sims Jr. Yeah, I mean you ain't lying. He uh, but he's in that PBC situation over there with GH3. He needs to be active. He had a great fight, and now don't nobody know when he gonna fight. I know that there's rumors he might be back in December, but we don't even know. And the way that they do business over there, they can't even announce they shit. So your fans, look, December a month away. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a real bad situation, man. It's hard for you to get man. any traction. Like, right now, people should be talking about Kenny Sims and Roley, Kenny Sims, Basuro, Kenny Sims, uh, yes. O'Hara Davis, because he's like, he the one got the, the, the biggest win out of the three. And That's what I'm saying. He not getting that, because it ain't yeah. just fighting. You know it. You got to do, you got to fight and You got to do more, yeah. Exactly. You got to, you, you got to fight, you got to, um, Man, talk shit. I want to say, be something that you're not. 
Yeah, but they still got your compliments. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Let me. Hey, look, Ness, man. I appreciate it, man. I'm about to hop on this plane, brother. You got it, champ. Safe travels. Uh, uh, there you guys have it. That's uh, Coach Flick, FA's trainer, one of them. Um. So, yeah, man. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Word, word, word. Right after the fight, y'all. It's morning after. Uh, I got Cassius Cheney too. That he he wanted to come on, but he had to go to church at eleven. Is it eleven over there? Nah, it's ten thirty. He on his way there though. You know, trying to get a good seat. Yeah, cause uh, he fought in Miami, right? Or Florida, right? That was Florida. That was in Miami, Miami, Florida. All right, cool. So uh, he must be um. On East Coast time, so maybe I mean I I I let him know. I asked him, "Is he free?" Um. But yes, where were we? You were telling us your thoughts on. Um. I don't know. I don't think you gave me your thoughts on Mirales and Skyler. I I jumped all over that. You never yeah, really said yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, I'm. You know, I mean, you you, you kind of covered it, bro. Because uh, Mirales. I just I just got up on him. I know he's been on top rank undercards. He's been there, you know, when they was, you know, putting the prospects on there. But um, I kind of favored Richie Torres, another heavyweight we didn't even mention over because I used to confuse them. You know what I mean? But I, I clearly know, you know what I'm saying, who Torres is. And Morales, I didn't really pay attention to much of his performances. So when you bring up yesterday, I'm not down on him, but he's definitely a prospect still in development by my measure. I didn't even know who um, Skyler was, man. So I can't even act like I knew that he had any potential. But um, yeah, you guys. He certainly has upset. more fucking potential than what he showed, and people can see that he had dog in the first three rounds. He dug really deep to the body, but Tank, man, Tank played a role in that. Um, let's see who else we need to discuss here. We might as well talk Cassius Cheney. Uh, what were your thoughts on Cheney? It's probably the best win to come off of that Don King show. And uh, my other pick on the Don King show, I, I did not bet Cheney because he was out of the ring as long as he was. I did bet Jonathan Gertie to get the stoppage, and he did. Yeah. Yo, um, Trevor Bryan and, um, and Cassius Cheney, honestly, I... I picked Brian. Let me let me let me say that I I just because I picked it because of the inactivity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That's why I stood so, away just to see where Cheney was at. So I take Crow on that one, but man, did Cheney did Cheney flatten him, bro? Um, yeah, yeah. He he, he gave himself a lifeline with that type of knockout. Don King can certainly, you know, sell him in a fight for sure, but. You know, let's do this together because I was wrong on Javier Martinez. I picked him to go decision. You know, he got two knockouts. I never in my wildest dream. You know how many parlays he ruined? I had like seven because he just always gets a fucking decision. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, he's getting a decision. Let me just add that, add that. And I just kept adding him in almost everything, this motherfucker. And he gets a knockout over a dude never been stopped. So... <laughs> I'm going to eat my crow, and congratulations to him. This is why it's very difficult to bet on boxing because you never know. Anything can happen in this fights, man. Like, look at Foster. 
Who the hell thought he could get the knockout? You understand? Yeah. Shit is just crazy, but. Well, full di- full, sorry full about disclosure. It. Nah, you good. Full disclosure on the uh, Wise and Martinez fight because, as I mentioned on uh, uh, King Amina Vesics one on Instagram, King Amina Vesics on Twitter, Isaiah Wise is a, is a friend, friend of-, of mine. You understand? I, you know, I, I got I got legs in, in Philly, of course. Um, I had him on the championship rounds, bro. Uh, he was a friend of yours. I fucking should have asked you, but did you pick him not to get stopped? I pick him not to get stopped, but oh. I didn't pick him. I picked Javi Martinez. Yeah, okay. So, so we were in heart. the same boat. We were in the same boat. Like we didn't think Javier could stop him, but he somehow no. got the stoppage. I mean, pff, crazy. I remember going to see Isaiah Wise and Dennis Douglas at the Parks Casino. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's 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 how close I'm with it, man. So. Yeah, but I, I didn't have him for the win, but I did not think he would get stopped. Did not think he would get stopped. So shout out to Javi for that one. For real, man. Congratulations on him. He ruined a bunch of my parlays, but hey, he improves his knockout percentage. I guess we should, uh, we're bouncing around. It is what it is. There's another fight we got to talk about on top rank. Henry LeBron, William Foster. Time to eat crow. Motherfucking Henry LeBron. Twice. <laughs> I think this kid's done it to me twice already. I think I've picked against him twice, and he's fucking... He, 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 he's, he's teaching me to not play those games with him, bro. He beat William Foster III, and uh, I thought William Foster was a lot better than that. We all watched William Foster. We made money on him September, whenever he fought on Pro Box versus Maceo Lopez, a Jamel Heron fighter. We know he got the upset over... Um, De Los Santos, and he's got a couple of other good wins that if you're a hardcore, you know about his undefeated win over Donald Smith. You know, that's a great win. Um, You know about his win over Avery Sparrow. That's another good win. Another Philly fighter. I was not expecting for him to be outclassed in the LeBron fight. It was closer than what I had. it. I didn't have it anywhere near a 95-95. Maybe more around that 91-99. Foster was giving up his height and just, I mean, it's, it's, I, that shit is sad, bro, to see dudes just like sell out. Like, fuck it. I can't get in on you. I'm just face first. I'm rushing in. I mean, it's just, it's just, fuck it. Let me see if, if this time when I rush in and on my feet fast enough and he doesn't counter me. Like, that game plan was the stupidest I ever saw. Like, the fact, and again, we, we, we in the conversation of Southpaw Orthodox. So the, so the Orthodox fighter had no jab. He had no jab. Uh, Foster couldn't use his jab. He wasn't doing anything with it. So he was giving up everything to try to land that right hand to the body. But it's like now you're exposing your chin. Like, dude, they show replays of my man's chin past his front knee. I just can't believe he looked that bad. I am a LeBron fan now. Man, that kid could box. You see how many check hooks and pivots and, I mean, his time and his jab, his speed. I, I didn't never see that. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm it's okay. Though. It's okay. It's not, I'm not mad at him making me a believer. Yeah, because the Andy Vince's fight, bro, like they talked all the talk and he ain't stopped Vince's. I watched it. It was a tight fight. To me. I mean, not a tight fight, but it was a high fight. 
It was in the height fight. Other than that, his hype came from LeBron versus LeBron. Who the fuck is Lewis LeBron? You know what I mean? So it was more marketing. And this is his first fight. Not his first, because Andy Vincent is a true warrior. That's a great win. I'm just saying, he's arrived with this fight. In my eyes, I know who you are now. You know, there's no mistake in your talent. I seen that with what he did. To, like, he was beating Foster to the punch. The, 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 the check hook was perfect. He just too fast. He was too fast. That was an impressive fight. That was a very impressive fight, man. He got talent. No, 100%. Uh, you want to add anything on that, William Foster, or? Nah, nah. I, honestly, I had uh, LeBron. I had him, so, you know what I mean? I wasn't, I, I didn't Which go fight Arsenal. made you the believer? Probably the Vincent's fight. Okay, yeah. You know, just because he had to box, you know what I'm saying? But, but I, you I see, wasn't looking for I look at it like, okay, he got the Vince's win, the other one got the De Los Santos win. What's his secondary win? His secondary win is Lewis LeBron. And then Foster's secondary win is a bunch of other good wins. And he's not with the machine. I really thought, you know, because that's, at the end of the day, that's the boxing dream. It's, it's, it's the blue collar guy getting the shot. You know, Foster's 30 years old with the big win over the guy that Chacor's about to fight. He needed the opportunity. LeBron could have lost, not gotten cut. Foster could have won, and, and it would have changed his life. So I was certainly rooting for him. But shout out to LeBron because he was the underdog. He was yeah. the underdog. The house fighter was the underdog. He did his fucking thing. And not only that, because I think because he was positioned and, and kind of my view on it, they kind of fell out of love with him when he wasn't knocking people out. They got drunk off power, as I always say. So when he wasn't knocking people out, I kind of respect the fighter when they learn how to box themselves out of those situations to where people might want to throw you away because you're not putting people in their back pockets anymore. Yo, so that's why I say it was the Andy Vince's fight for me. It's so funny. Andrew G, uh, on a prospect level, he is so right, I mean, and I've noticed that, but I've grown that I stay away from fights. Like I said, I stood away from the Cheney. I stood away from the Moore. I try to stay away from fights that I'm invested in with guys that I've interviewed, and that's what Andrew was saying. It was those TBB William Foster interviews, laugh out loud, had me believing it, Ness, and it's true. The way William talked, the way Brandon talked, these dudes talk like they world beaters. You feel me? These dudes talk like they just need a motherfucking opportunity. The way Scholar talked, the way Scholar talked, you feel me? So you 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 get to believe in the bullshit, and they fuck on, they fucking lie to you, bro. It's a lie. It's a fucking lie. You know, not a complete lie because I'm not trying to shit on anybody. You feel me? But look at Hasim Rahman. Come on, how many interviews we did with him? He was talking that cash shit. Hardy sat him down. Somebody else beat him. Injuries. Like, he ain't been able to show us nothing he told us. Nothing. The, emo the emotional investment, man. It'll get you, man. It'll we get you. Score, score. We got to score with our cards, not with our hearts, man. It's, it'll kill us every time. Nah, it will get you, bro. You got to be careful, man. I'm telling you. I've grown, so I stay away from certain fights. 
uh, when it comes to betting because of that emotional attachment, those interviews, that that belief. This again, I go back to what I said. This whole sport is built on second chances, blue collar, coming from the the streets, you know, coming from the bottom. Look at look at Nganu, yo, combat sports, right? Same thing, traveling. Nganu's story is old. Lucky Boy Omotosa had that in our sport. Uh, Adonis Stevenson had that in our sport, you know. Being in those, you know, Nigerian and African and all that, you know, all those uh, locations and, and then traveling over there, like, Lucky Boy got a body, you know, just like um, Matisse do. So, uh I don't know. You 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 interview these guys and you hear those stories and you start to um, believe in that in that uh, in that same dream they got. Have you talked about the Nochinga fight yet? Oh no? shit, my man finally jumped. I didn't even see you there. Um, well, was, we have not this. we have not talked about it, but I certainly <laughs> I certainly watched exactly it. What you were just talking about, to be honest, in terms of. In terms of the underdog, uh, you know, the heavy underdog taking on a guy who was bigging himself up, which I think all of these fighters should be doing, because if you're not going to speak out for yourself, who else is going to do it? Um, you know, Noshinga was supposed to be the next big thing, definitely out of South Africa. Yep. And he absolutely got, you know, I don't really always like using the word destroyed, but he got destroyed yesterday Perfect by Adrian. Right hand. ODL, you know, in in two rounds, uh, candidate for fight it, uh, not fight of the year, but knockout of the year for sure. For you know, sure. You know what's funny? Um, again, another fight I stood away from. I heard in terms of betting, heard so much hype about uh, you know the, the the African, and I look at box rec. Actually, I didn't look at box rec, right? And I told my audience, we're doing a live fight chat on that fight because we did the whole Cordina thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to look at BoxRec because this kid is impressing me. Bro, I was lucky enough to get it off right before the knockout. My throw, I'm like, bro, this kid got skills. Wow, this kid got skills. Oh, I'm not going to Google and find out his record because it might make me feel like he's not as good as what I'm seeing. Sure enough, a second later... He gets the knockout. I Google. He got four fucking losses. A guy, I would have never, I would have, I mean, come on. We would have wrote him off. I, I know a guy like me, I'm writing you off. I don't know you and you got four losses. You ain't got no chance. That kid could fight. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for, what is it, Adrian Curiel, right? You muted yourself. Sorry, yeah. What he explained, Ness, was that he was fighting out of his weight class. Uh, so his power wasn't really being demonstrated because he was fighting against bigger guys because he went into that fight uh, with only four KOs. That was his fifth KO. And it was against who on paper was the best opponent he'd ever faced in his career. Bro, that's right? insane. He only yeah, had four KOs? He had four KOs. But what it shows you, Nesson, you Holy know this is best, shit. if not better than, than everybody. I mean, matchmaking is super important. And if you don't start your career aligned with a good matchmaker and a good promoter, you get served up as the B-side, right? In fights where you're brought in to lose. You've always seen it on these other undercards. Guys fighting 
a weight class or two above where they're naturally supposed to be fighting, right? And sometimes guys can eke out victories and then set themselves up for a bigger opportunity later on, which is what Adrian Curiel did. But it just goes to show you that the record does not always mean that someone isn't a talented fighter or cannot maximize an opportunity when it's given to them. And honestly, upset of the year, potentially knockout of the year for sure, Adrian Curiel, second-round knockout of Sevanati Noshinga, who was considered the prodigy out of South Africa. They were talking about this guy becoming the first undisputed fighter ever from South Africa. And South Africa's a, a country that's produced a lot of guys in the lower weight classes, even higher weight classes as well, but especially the lower weight classes. Yeah, no, that was surprising. It was a, it was a very uh, it was a good treat because you know I have this this slogan that I don't watch you till I gotta watch you. So obviously, Curiel, you know, four losses, never heard of him, and he's never been that I noticed. He's never been on my radar on my television schedule uh, until this matchroom Monaco card, and you know, I'm a hardcore. So I watched it, and I was very impressed with him, man. And it's it's exactly what I was saying about, you know, that other guy, I can't pronounce his name, but he'll get another opportunity for all the reasons you mentioned that they thought he was whatever he was. So they're just going to naturally give him another opportunity. This guy, the underdog, had he not gotten that win, we, we may never see him. I may never know him. His story will never be told. But now... He's another Tevin Farmer. Four losses. He's he's Paulie Malinaji. Five knockouts. Like he's so many people after one night. That's why this sport is amazing, bro. That was uh, I watched that fight. It was an amazing two rounds. He showed from the opening bell though that he had a lot of bad intention on those punches. And um, again, I'm not gonna butcher the South African's name, but he immediately gave up the confidence in the fight. Opening bell, he gave up the center ring, he put his back on the ropes, and he circled, 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 showing, at least at least I know Curiel could smell, you know, the fear, smell the concern, you know. Um, and that's why that fight went the way that it went, because my man never got off that back foot. I don't know if that's how he fight, but he never got off that back foot. And, you know, you got to at least be on the back foot and then come forward sometimes to mix it up with your guy. Oh, he's... Always on top of you. If you are going to fight as a counterpuncher, as you know, Ness, when you make a guy miss, you got to make the guy pay. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Because otherwise, you're not going to get the respect and you're honestly not going to win a lot of rounds because counterpunchers naturally aren't typically volume punchers and guys that obviously push forward. So if you make a guy miss, you got to make a guy pay as a counterpuncher. And, you know, he, he obviously didn't do that. Curiel, this was his first fight ever outside of Mexico. Uh, first fight ever, I think, on an international television broadcast. And he maximized his opportunity. And like you said, these are the kind of situations and stories that, you know, have boxing fans gravitate towards a fighter. You know, being the underdog, I mean, they've made movies out of this shit. You know, Cinderella Man, Rocky, one, two, three, four, whatever. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, it was it was definitely an entertaining um, result for sure. 
Um, I touched on a lot, so I don't know what you uh, haven't watched or, you know, want to touch on. I talked about Cassius Chaney, amazing knockout. Obviously, we touched on a lot of the big fights on the uh, FA card, the main event, the William Foster, um, and some others. If you want to, anything on this weekend you want to touch on, just give me your weekend recap of any any other fight you might have watched. Let me let me hear really quick. Did you agree with the majority uh, decision with, with LeBron and Foster? Because I missed that part. Well, um, the scores, I, like I said, I was more like the judge that had a 91-99. I think Foster didn't do much. His game plan was a shit game plan. They never adjusted. He kept trying to go to the body, getting countered with a check. It was really sad to see the man with the better resume, the man, again, that needed the opportunity. He could not afford to lose. LeBron... Being Puerto Rican, being with ESPN in the machine of top rank, he could have afforded yeah. to lose yesterday and been brought back. LeBron could, I mean, uh, William Foster could not, and 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 he he did fight like he knew he couldn't, but he only fought in that one dimension. It's like I'm gonna just keep trying this. It's like, bro, this shit ain't working. Why you keep going to the body? My man is just check-hooking you, pivoting out the way. He was so... Listen, LeBron made me a super-duper fan, okay? He didn't do it with the Vince's fight. I shouldn't have never slept on him. It was, again, every time I interview motherfuckers, I get invested, so it's like, oh, Vince's, Vince's. I need Vince's to get this opportunity. He Again, same situation as Foster. I'm an underdog lover. Vince's, look, yeah. he lost to LeBron. They cut him. He He's gone into oblivion. That's why I rooted for Vince's. And I, and I overlooked LeBron, and it happened again. But LeBron is so fucking talented. He is a great yeah. boxer. Great might be a stretch because it's, you know, this is only two wins that he got, but he's a fucking he's good a high, boxer. He's a high-level prospect, I think. He's, got, I mean, he's a I've, good boxer. I've seen him fight a few times uh, because he's fought in the New York City area a few times. In fact, he fought another guy named LeBron. That was yeah, actually Lewis. the first... But that yeah. was the, that was marketing. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you fight LeBron, LeBron versus LeBron, so I'm not gonna get excited because you beat another Puerto dude. It was Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend too. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. That. It was. And the fight before that that I yeah. that I was at uh, with him was the Ruiz fight. I was at the Prudential Center for his fight that you just described with Benzes, and um, obviously the one, the last one he was at, uh, I was at that one too, which was the uh, Ramos fight. They've stepped up his competition, um, or at least he hasn't gone backwards in his competition, and he's looked pretty good. He's never really looked spectacular uh, to me. I mean, I think his most impressive performance was probably that Ruiz fight, um, you know, because he's usually going the distance in his fights. But good win by LeBron, you know. I still think that the man in this division, though, is Navarrete. I don't think he's ready for Navarrete, personally. I mean... Navarrete is the man at 130. If I was managing Navarrete, I would not be sending him up to 135 to fight Shakur. You know, it's not his fault that Shakur can't get a major league promote, uh, sorry, major league opponent at 135. Yeah, but 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 you where's know? Navarrete's major league opponent at 130? Like he's not moving up to do any favors for Shakur. He's moving up because Shakur versus him is the biggest fight they can both make. Unless you got a fight that you're gonna tell us for Navarrete. Well, I mean, Navarrete, he could he could fight guys at one thirty still and still make decent money. I mean, but not being, that Shakur money. It won't. It, he. I mean, look, give us anybody well, get, you let's think. Get, let's get into that. Let's yeah, get into yeah. that because yeah, tell me because, anyone you think he could 
potentially do a pay-per-view or big fight. Because you know well, that's what they want to do with Shakur. It's a pay-per-view. Lee Wood, I, I was just about to say that you could send him to England for Lee Wood. Lee Wood uh, doesn't have a belt. Lee Wood, Lee Wood doesn't have a belt. He's 126 he moving up. Matter, he's, he's moving up. He's, he's moving up to 130. He's he moving can't up. make 126 anymore, and he's he says that they, that they want to move up. In fact... No, I hear you, but that if they do the Warrington rematch, it's got to be at 130 because he's really struggling to make 126. I agree. So Listen, we interviewed Ben Davison. He made it clear that after that fight, they were moving up. So I agree with you. My thing is this, Maestro. You're asking a three-time division champion to go across the pond to fight a beltless guy that's been knocked out before. Like, that don't make any sense. But no, I no, think no. in that case, if I could, if I could, because, you know, yeah. Maestro, I'm glad you won this one, because yeah. if you're making a case for him to perhaps now you make a title defense against an Oshaki Foster. Yes. Unification. Right? Unification. Joe Unification. I don't think, right? I don't think top rank of, is going to do Foster. Potential, well, hold on. Coming off the potential wood bout, he's already in the UK. You keep him right there for Cordenia. I don't 100%. know the top rank. Do you guys agree that Top Rank would do Foster Navarrete? I just don't see that happening. Um, with Foster showing late power, late power, I don't know that they're going to risk their investment. Navarrete. That unorthodox power and, and skill that, that Navarrete has. I mean, he doesn't just have late power. He has powers throughout the whole round. It's a very difficult I meant to say to Foster. Very difficult. You, you there's nobody that you could spar with. That prepares you for Navarrete, in, in uh, my opinion. That's not true. According to Robinson Conceição, according yeah. to Robinson Conceição, he has found the best sparring. Uh, I just did an interview with him last week. He said he's found the best sparring to emulate uh, Navarrete. I was invited. Like some Brazilian MMA guys that, that boxing in, in an unorthodox fashion? No, no. I was invited that's yesterday. what I would do if I was fighting. I just bring me another MMA guy every every two minutes or one minute. We're gonna bring a new guy into the into the ring and you know rotational rotational uh, sparring. Um, you know that that's how I would have prepared for Navarrete. I actually I actually like your idea because I get what you're saying. Uh, while some may think you're being funny, the no, MMA not. fighter is gonna bring the awkwardness of Navarrete. Yeah, um, yeah. but. He doesn't have an awkward sparring partner. He did invite me yesterday to see who it was. Uh, I got to see. It's a kid that's from out here in Vegas that is very good and, and has been in numerous big camps. Jermaine Ortiz, um, Renato Lopez, uh, Mauricio Laura, Devin Haney, and now Concisao or Concisao? Out, yeah. So let me ask you this, Ness. If if you're advocating for a um, Navarrete-Stevenson fight, right? Let's say everything goes according to plan on the 16th Thursday card. For those of you who, who aren't aware, I was just recently realized myself that that's a Thursday card um, because of the F1 weekend, I guess. Mm -hmm. They're trying to capitalize. It's like 500,000 people allegedly flying in. To Vegas oh, but bro, F one F one is a big deal. There's like very few sports that generate more money than than F one car racing. It's insane. But so Navarrete wins, Shakur wins, 
I mean, how much of a shot do you give Navarrete against Stevenson? I I don't know. Let's see Santos, man. Um, I watched Santos spa with Sterling Castillo, tall, long guy, obviously no Shakur. Uh, but what I did get to see is that De Los Santos, I don't know if I could use the word explosive, but to me he seems fast on his feet to get to the position or to the location. So it is explosive, but again, we're going to see that possibly look different on camera versus someone as skilled and as fast as Shakur. But what I've seen, if he want to fucking you know, uh, lead with a right hook, he's fast enough. He's explosive enough to do it. Um, if he want to, you know, lead with an uppercut, he can do it. What I did not like, and I don't like to give out free advice, is that he had to be told a couple times to let his hands go. You know, I'd rather see guys like F.A. Ajagba yesterday that all else fails, you just keep jabbing. You just keep he's just yeah. jab, jab, jab. Never gotta be told to do something because he's always jabbing. Um, if you De Los Santos and my trainers and your trainer gotta tell you to throw something, that means you thinking. And if you're thinking with Sterling, how much are you gonna be thinking with Stevenson, who forces you to think? You know, then he's in front of you, taunting right. you, tongue out, you know, smiling at you, right in front of you, making you miss, pulling back, boom, countering you. Like, that aggravates people. Uh, so I got to see that fight first to know where Navarrete is at. And I got to see the Conceição fight, fight now because I've been getting to see him spar. Um, before I got to see him spar this guy, I got to see him spar two other guys. So I had just missed this guy, you know. And they like, no, you need to see him spar this guy. So I had to come for Saturday. Uh, but that kid is strong. I, I mean... You can physically no, well, both for sure. De Los yeah. Santos is strong. That rumor's flying around Vegas like it's, 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 I don't know if it's a planted rumor, but he sparred Sterling, Claudio Marrero. Uh, fuck, who's the other guy he sparred? I don't know. He's uh, oh, Liam Paro, and then Shakur ended up calling them same two guys to spar with him when he found out. Uh, Claudio Marrero and Liam Parle. Um, So definitely he's strong. But uh, I was talking about Conceição. Like he, yeah, Conceição. He looks physically strong. Like in the gym, you know, he's hitting the bag like fucking biceps. The, the veins are exploding. And it's like, yo, you know, I know you can't tell who's on what, but like, god damn, that motherfucker looks like lean, okay? And uh, he's doing good in the conditioning department. I'm not seeing him get exhausted. Training, training full-time in Vegas now is what you're saying. Uh, I don't know if it's full-time, but he's certainly been here for a few weeks. Mm, okay, that's pretty much full-time. I mean, fight, fight's still a couple weeks. Not this week, but next week, right? Mm -hmm. Two weeks yeah. out, maybe. Ten days, so nine gonna days. going to be at that fight, I guess. Never. Nah, nah. No. I, you know, I don't. I mean, you know, I'm not, the best seat in the house is right here in the studio. Watch it on the big screen. Get the get the proper yeah. angle, man. Uh, that's at the T-Mobile, right? It is, I believe. It is. Um, you think that's gonna give me give me a prediction? That's for the crowd at that one, because that's what a twenty thousand seat. I did a show the other day. Oh. There was a lot of tickets still left. Mm. I thought there weren't a lot left. 
I screenshared that people were in my comments like, bro, that's a lot of tickets left. I didn't I didn't feel that way. We'll see. This is for think, Shakur you talking? Yes. Hmm. Uh, we'll see, you know. Um, there's not a lot of buzz on that fight. I mean, I did a show. We barely had callers. I don't understand it. How's your audience? Shakur is a star in Newark, New Jersey. Mm. You know, I've been to his fights out there. They sell out the arena over there. Prudential you know, Center, for sure. uh, Prudential Center, absolutely. And it was interesting because his last fight there was right around the time when Teofimo Lopez made those comments about top rank favoring certain fighters, remember? Mm -hmm. uh, and it was around the same time where Teofimo honestly was struggling to build a significant audience in New York City because every time he's gone out of the, of the, or at least a couple times that he's gone out of the, uh, the uh, theater, it hasn't really sold very well. Um, I'm thinking specifically about the Sandor Martin fight is the one that I was at that uh, comes to mind. But you, you would be better suited to answer this question than me. I mean, does Shakur sell tickets out there in Vegas? Traditionally, because he sells them in Newark. But, uh, but I mean, what, what traditionally? He only had one fight here with Valdez, and that was like, you know, yeah, coming off right. of COVID. That's the one, yeah, that's the one I'm asking about, and then that wasn't even really under normal conditions, right? No. No, so that this was is, like COVID this is time. kind of test the water to see how he does outside of Newark on a big stage. So, Well, you, you know, you know I, something, Maestro? Yeah, you, go for you're, it. you're correct, and not to cut you off at all, but, brother... One of the tricks, because I've been to every Shakur fight at the Prudential mm -hmm. Center, mm -hmm. they have a secret weapon, and it's called Keyshawn Davis, because Norfolk, Virginia, the yeah. seven cities travels right up the turnpike. Yeah. And for a lot of the people that are there for Shakur that's in and around in Newark, it's a lot of people from Virginia that are there. I don't know how many, yes, man. I ain't going to front. I don't know how many. Virginia, I lived in New Jersey. Virginia is easily... Six seven hour drive, bro. Like that's go, a flight. I go, Beach, I go to Virginia Beach every summer, uh, driving there from New York, and it's a little bit less than that. Ness, it's probably about a five hour drive once you get into Jersey. Bro, yeah. I know for Jersey to Baltimore is four hours. Going through Delaware though, and going across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Yeah, I so mean, not, me not for me to get to Baltimore. For me to get to Baltimore is four hours. For me to get to Philly... Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're going the longer way around when you drive through Baltimore, Philly, and then Baltimore, and then D.C., and that part of Virginia, absolutely. Mm. But if you cut through through Delaware, right, and go through Maryland on by the by the Ocean City side, by the by the ocean, it's, it's a faster trip. Anyways, long story short, they had Big Baby Anderson on the card. They had... Um, Keyshawn Davis on the card. So I'm interested to see how Shakur does outside of Newark, New Jersey, because I obviously wasn't there for the one that was in um, Las Vegas last time, and this is in Las Vegas. Having said that, you know, it's a Thursday night show as well. That's not a traditional night for boxing in the United States. So it's a very interesting thing well, that Top Rank's trying to do. I almost kind of see it as experimental. It is certainly experimental, but, you know, I think that they're they're pulling their analytics based off their Heisman Trophy fights and, 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 and you know, 
PBC doing Earl Spence after the Olympics. Like, it's strategic programming. They're, mm. they're, they're putting them on around another very huge event in hopes of getting some stragglers. We'll they see that if that game. works. Yeah, I, I, I'm just surprised they didn't do it on Friday night and not on, you know, instead of Thursday night. I but. think that, again, their analytics just say F1 is so big, who's going to go on a Friday? Yeah, but F1, yeah, I mean, the, isn't the race on Sunday, though? No, I mean, anyway. isn't it races every day, I heard? Yeah, well, what they have is they have, like, testing. I don't then know they anything have, like, about qualifying, Then the final day they have the actual race where, you know, you see Mercedes take on Ferrari, take on McLaren, take on Red Bull, you know. Mm. I see your pooch over there. Oh, yeah, we got two over there. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, um, that's that. And the other fight I'm interested in seeing looking forward ahead in terms of how it does numbers-wise, obviously, is the San Francisco debut of um, Devin Haney. Well, you know, that one is doing better because they've already sold over 10,000 tickets. Now, I'm screen sharing Shakur's, you know, and it just shows a lot of tickets available. Now, it shows in this view a lot of tickets, but when you zoom in, you see that those tickets, yes, their seats, uh, and look, it looks like they opened all this up. Let me keep zooming in and see what happens. All right. Yeah, you so, see it. See yeah, you have to go to YouTube yeah. to see it. You have to go to YouTube to see it. So as you can see, once you get in, you see that it's not as available as it showed. It just shows that there are seats in a lot of different sections, but they're not, it's not a lot. Like people, I screen shared this before and they're like, yo, that's a lot available. I feel like 10 days, nine days out. This don't look like a lot. I feel like this oh, could be more. That doesn't, or that already doesn't look like a lot to me. That's what I said. Or out. I'll be honest with you. When I was in Vegas for um, Terrence Crawford against Errol Spence Jr., it looked like that on fight day. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking that these little bit of tickets will get sold out. You know, walk ups by the time the yeah, fights. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but people hating on Shakur, they're like, nah, there's a lot of seats. I don't think there's a lot of seats available. Now, what we do know is that the Haney fight announced over 10,000 sold already. These have mm. not. You know, and the Haney fight pre-sold at 5,000. So whether it's marketing on the behalf of Matchroom and lack of marketing on behalf of Top Rank with failures to announce any ticket goal milestones that Shakur might have done because let's say Shakur did sell 5,000 why not match and say Shakur so far if, if he is at 10 he sold over 10 you know they're giving all the media glory to Haney and you know those two are feuding it's like an everyday feud yeah I know and th this is why these you know on the business side of things it becomes a little bit in it in, it becomes a little interesting because obviously you're talking about percentage splits and who gets what and who's done bigger numbers and who does bigger business, et cetera. You know, Shakur need, needs a win in that regard, you know, with, with this with this fight and putting it on a Thursday. I mean, I don't know how much that's, that's helping them in that regard, but we'll see. Obviously, you want to know this because of the situation between the two. So... Mm -hmm. 
I'm assuming you have an opinion on the 25%. Well, you know, I don't really, it sounds unfair when you hear it all oh, 25%, but honestly, I can't refute Haney's point, which is that he took less than that to fight George Gambosis Jr. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's undisputed. He has the belts. The WBC's rules dictate a certain percentage splits for mandatory guys, for interim titleists taking on, you know, full world champions. It is what it is. Uh, you know, the, the split was what the split was. And um, I, I can't really refute what, what Devin Haney had to say, Ness. When you say the split was what the split was, you mean the original split offered by Haney to Shakur or the secondary split by the WBC mandated to Haney? I mean, I'm actually conflating the two. I'm talking about both. I should have guess I should have spoke grammatically correct. The splits were what the splits were, you know? So were um, you, once the WBC manned 50-50, were you happy with Haney's decision to move up instead and not give the undisputed opportunity? Because, or were you not happy? Did you want him to stick to what the WBC mandated and fight Shakur? You know, the fight that I would have wanted to see would have been Shakur mm -hmm. for uh, all of the belts at 135. But I can't knock Haney's decision to go up to take on Progre if the money was better for Progre, especially considering the fact that he's been struggling to make weight, you know? And especially um, since he announced he's making $6 million. Yeah, I mean, more money at a higher weight class where you can make the weight more comfortably. And it's not like people can call you a duck when you're taking on a champion in, a, in another weight class. It is what it is, you know? Now, I don't know if you felt like me, but I felt like Shakur was being pretty in, unrealistic. Uh, I've been doing this 13 years outside of the years watching the sport. And I've yet to hear of a 25% for undisputed offer. Like, I know. Like, I, I know I, for a I, fact Canelo didn't you. offer I that. I agree with you 100%. And the split situation that came to my mind at the time was another one that was considered controversial. I really don't know why it was considered controversial at the time, but a Tyson Fury split with um, <laughs> Dillian White, 80 20. Yeah, which was also for the WBC title. I mean, and in that case, what the WBC did was they asked to see purses or they looked at the reported purses of both fighters and they made their decision based on that because I believe that their rules dictate up to a certain percent. So mm -hmm. I guess Shakur was able to make a case with the WBC for a better percentage because... He had shown how much money he'd been making mm -hmm. with top rank, you know, fighting in sold out NHL slash NBA size arenas like the Prudential Center in New York, sorry, in New Jersey. Um, but Haney's going to do what's best for Haney, you know, business wise, career wise. And the fight with Progre is a competitive fight for a legit world title belt. I'm favoring Haney in that fight personally. But um, I actually thought that Progre lost against um, Zorita. Zorita, yeah, Zori Danielito Zoria, I think. Yeah. Um, 
You know, I, I don't think he looked very good in that fight at all. You can blame the opponent all you want, but I mean, the po you're the champion, you're the elite fighter. You've got to know to move to your opposite side to create space for your jab. I mean, he was missing his jab by like a full meter, mm. you know, um, repeatedly missing that right jab, you know, because he was essentially moving just one in one direction. And then it wasn't until later in the fight where Julian Chua made the suggestion that, you know, he should move the opposite way to try to land a jab and some adjustments were made there. But Zoria didn't get a knockdown that I think he deserved. And he boxed ugly, but it was effective as far as I'm concerned. And I thought he kind of, I don't know, that fight could have gone to Zoria in my eyes. But everything that Zoria did well in that fight, I think Haney can do even better, in my opinion. Hell yeah. Especially that jab in that right hand. Um, I didn't get your thoughts on F.A. and Big Bang Zhang. We just had the trainer right. on, one of the two trainers. Sounds like they don't want that fight next. Sounds like they believe they have something bigger. Then he rephrased yeah. and said it wasn't bigger. It's just different. So I don't know. I, I really like the Zhang fight next. What would you like to see F.A. do? Well... It's interesting, right? Because F.A. Ajagba is holding a WBC silver title. Now, I, I don't know what necessarily that does for you in terms of guaranteeing you a certain position in the rankings of the WBC. I mean, just think back. I've seen guys with silver titles way up at closer to yeah, the Yeah, I was going to say. I've seen guys with silver titles like closer to the, you know, bottom end of the top 10, sometimes even out of the top 10. So um, you, you'd think that he'd be trying to position himself through the WBC, right? Now, number one in the WBC, and I'm not talking about the champion, is Deontay Wilder, right? Number two in the WBC is Joshua, right? And number three is Arslan Beck. Arslan Beck is actually signed with top rank. So I'm, I'm actually surprised that they're not trying to make that fight because... That would be for bragging rights with kind of the WBC within the top rank kind of fighter universe. That kind of fight makes a little bit more sense to me than going after the WBO champion. Is he even ranked in the top 10 in the WBO? Uh, let me look right now. No, not, not oh, FA. So I don't know why Zhang is the fight that they're targeting when Zhang doesn't even appear to be showing much interest in fighting him. And, I mean, I think Zhang know, is showing interest by showing up, doing the interview. Yeah, you know, it was up to F.A. to invite him into yeah. the ring. Yeah, yeah, but, and, and but, yeah, that's correct. But if you notice, Mark Kriegel tried to pin him down to commit to a name. I think he tried like two or three times, and F.A. Jagba wasn't really committing to saying Zhang or anybody else. You yeah, and, and we know why, because the, the trainer said the money got to be right, that bag got to be right. So, you know, they're not going to say yes on air and then look like they avoided the fight when a low offer comes through. They're going to let that that offer come through and, and, and try to minimize the... Dude, I'm targeting, if I'm Ekpeg Jagba, is Anthony Joshua. That's who I'm targeting. Anthony Joshua, that one. I mentioned Anthony that. Anthony Joshua did not look good against Robert Hellenius. He got busted up in his mouth and in his nose. It took him a while to stop him. 
He definitely did not look good against Jermaine Franklin. Um, and yeah, the you thing know, is, F- though, Dogba, is Anthony and Eddie going to say yes to F.A.? I, I can see it being done. You know, they're talking about Francis, Rumble in the Jungle. No, they could go with two Nigerians back to Africa. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Say, exactly where I was going with that. And at that point, you've got a guy holding on to the silver title, whatever that's worth. I mean, they were holding it up upside down yesterday, so I don't know. But you got him <laughs> taking on the guy who's the WBC number two in Joshua, right? Uh, you win that fight, and you're right behind Wilder at number one, who I'm not even sure why he still is number one, but that's a whole other story. That's the route I would be going. You know, Zhang Zile, you know, I, I don't know. I, I I don't even think he beats Zhang Zile, if I'm going to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, that's in my opinion. Yeah, Zhang Zile has really put it all together under Sean George uh, out, of, out of North New Jersey. I mean, he's, he's throwing that left hand straight. He's wrapping around that right hook. He's figured out his cardio issues, where I think had to do with some kind of an anemia situation, iron deficiency, something else as well. Um, well, Zhang de- all- definitely changed his, his strength and conditioning coach as well. 100%. So, I mean... Zhang, I don't think he beat Zhang. Uh, I don't really think that fight is a huge fight financially. So I'm not really trying to understand why they're going that route. You know, I, I get it. He's got a WBO uh, interim title. But like I said, Ajakba is not even ranked in the top 10 or 15 by the WBO. So it's just a weird one. To me, go after, go after Anthony Joshua. Start calling him out. I don't understand why more people aren't calling out Joshua. To I be think, honest, he doesn't have an opponent lined up. But you know They've why? You know why? why like, Wilder spent seven years calling him out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys like Tank and Wilder and Canelo, they, I mean, uh, Tank, Canelo, and AJ, they get to pick. You know that. Even yeah, Wilder at this point gets to pick. Up the interest. Like, you, it doesn't cost you anything that's to go on IG you know, or to start talking shit on Twitter, but Chan, you know, or when's the last time with the boxing voice calling out Anthony Joshua. Why not? But when's the last time you seen Michael Hunter not do everything you just said? And he still ain't get a fight. He call out Michael everybody. Hunter, Michael Hunter doesn't get exposure on ESPN top rank cards. No, you're right. You know? So Michael Hunter, I don't even know what broadcaster he's aligned with. I mean, Epic Jaguars live on ESPN Plus. Like, use that moment. You know what I mean? Like, Is I don't that know. They maybe, not, maybe, they not, maybe they Maestro like needs to start needs to start doing PR work for some of these no, fighters. For sure. I just, I just, I just don't get it. Hey, we mentioned the name, but we didn't mention the name. Joe Joyce and Jagba. Ah, uh, that's yeah. not a bad fight. To but again, like on my community page, I asked. Do you want Zhang or Jagba? There, the popular answer is Zhang deserves a bigger fight. And I think that would be the same thing that they say for a Jagba and Joe Joyce, that a Jagba deserves a bigger fight. Joe Joyce is coming off with two knockout losses. I don't know how many people are going to be excited for him to go in there with another devastating puncher. I mean, another guy that I think would be right for the pickings for Jagba right now would be. And I'm just looking at who's higher than him in the rankings. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe Frank Sanchez is a difficult. That's actually. A I difficult mean, a job for loss. He, 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 remember, look, you got. Remember, I, I was about to say. I was about to say White, but Dillian White is actually ranked below him. No, but Martin remember that that Sanchez beat him. Below him. Go ahead. I was just trying to remind you, Sanchez beat Ajagba already. Yeah, yeah, he, he exactly beat him. So below him, you know, Dillian White, Bacoli, Joseph Parker, Hergovich, Daniel Dubois, all pretty big names. Above him, Andy Ruiz, Jared Anderson, who he's not going to fight because they share the same manager. Um, and Jim. Who beat him already. And then you got Arslan back and AJ. I mean, it's AJ all day. Like, that's that's the one to go for. I think AJ's more beatable than Arslan Beck. More beatable than Frank Sanchez, probably more beatable than Andy Ruiz. If if you're if you're FA Jabba, given his style of boxing. Yeah, I mean, again, I wish it was as easy as calling out AJ. We'd get so many great fights if it was just like that. You know. Let me ask you this next: Where does AJ go? I mean, AJ was supposed to fight Wilder. Now AJ's calling I mean, out Ngannou and but, his, or his promoter is. You that's know, why, promoter. though. That's why, you know, you, you, you suffer two losses to Usyk back-to-back. They brought mm. him the Franklin fight. It wasn't the best. You know, why not go for an Ngannou? That's not high risk, high reward. Yo, can we talk some call-outs in women's boxing while we're talking about call-outs before I get up out of here as well? I don't know if you guys are done with that, man, but it was a very important fight yes, last one. night. Okay, go for it, King Amin. No, no, a very important fight last night between uh, Costa Rica by way of Nicaragua's own Yocasta Yocavalle. She is the unified IBF and WBO champ. She bout that business. She bout that action. And it's a couple things I didn't know about her, man. She got her own perfume. She be filling up them soccer stadiums. They show her fights in theaters, right? And, um, you know, yeah, she talked personally with the president of Costa Rica, too. Like, they WhatsApp each other. I mean, listen, she's a very big deal. And so while I was under the misunderstanding that it was perhaps, you know, maybe a lack of recognition, you know, uh, uh, as far as not being able to make the Sinesia Strada fight, you know, uh, and, and the reason why this is important because she was in there with a common opponent of Sinesia Strada, right? Annabelle Ortiz, former long-reigning WBA champion. Yo, I'm getting a feeling that um, Sinesia, you know, she like duck sauce on her fried rice, man. She's going to duck my girl, Yoko Valle. I mean, but you knew that the minute that she left Golden Boy when Yocasta signed. It's like Yocasta was with Marv, did a co-promotion with Golden Boy, Sinisa dipped off the top rank. It's the same Kovalev, uh, Adonis Stevenson thing. It's like, we we, we see that Kovalev is the one to say he didn't want to fight. And that's what top rank fighters are in and around her weight class? Who, Sinisa? Yeah. Not that, that many. No, any there is none. That's my point. No, there is none. Sinisa's the yeah. second woman top ranked signs. They have no other females. Yeah, yeah I mean they had they have uh uh come on the the just man, Michaela. Yeah, Michaela, sorry. Michaela yeah, Mayer, who doesn't fight anywhere near her weight class and actually moved up recently. So And it's talking about moving even further up. Cause doesn't yeah. she want Natasha Jonas? Yeah, that's what I heard at 154, right? Ha, <laughs> Mula Mula, I remember that when 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 Sinisa KO'd the fake 
padded record fighter, the AKA mom on her waistband. Yo, Sinisa out of control, man. Oh, that fight was a disgusting mismatch. No, that, that was one. a disgrace. That was a disgrace. Have you read the latest Thomas Hauser article? No. Neither one of you guys on BoxRec? No. Where where can I find it? I think it's boxingnews.com. He wrote an article for him. The last Thomas Hauser article I read was that one about AJ that got uh, Eddie Hearn all upset. Mm. This one is about BoxRec and the fact that it needs boxing needs policing, something I've been asking for for a minute. But he's basically showing the uh, corruption with commissions specifically in Mexico and other, obviously, commissions that report false results. Like, wow. they're, they're receiving multitude of emails from fighters like, yo, I was paid to take this loss. Um, I actually won this fight. The commission said I had to pay an extra 500 just to get the fight reviewed. If not, it would stay a loss. Like, you got to read that article. I will yeah, read, read that. it. Where, did, where can we find it again, Ness? I'm pretty sure it's boxingnews.com. Boxing um, someone sent it. They DM'd it to me this morning. I just read the shit out of it. I was like, whoa. I will hey, text, it to, me. text it to me if you can. Um, yeah, I got to fucking find it. <laughs> you okay. mean Boxing News no, 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 no. No, not 24. It's 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 Boxing News Online. I got the link, though. No worries. I, I'll put it in the chat, and, uh, and then I will... Uh, Okay, so it was actually, it was actually Alex, good old Alex, that sent it to me this morning, and I read it, and uh, I'll put it in the chat, and I'll send it to you guys as well here, uh, so that you can have it. So I do have to ask um, you a couple questions now, since it's been a while since I've been on TV, TBV, and big Go up to everybody it. here watching TBV. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're new to the channel and um, consider joining the membership too. So here's what I'd like to ask you. What kind of a shot are you guys giving Boo Boo against Benavides later this month? It's so funny, man, because the way that this sport works, the longer you win it, you see that there are <sighs> there's some weird shit, right? Like now all of a sudden. Boo Boo is getting this amazing sparring, and on and 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 Benavides is not, and Benavides has a black eye. He's getting uh, beat up in sparring, but but no one said that when Mayweather got a black eye. Um, I just think that there's a lot of propaganda uh, from outside people, but it's still a pretty big fight for us, the hardcores. I, I can't see how you go with Boo Boo. Um, he's got to just make me a believer. People talk about his skill, but, like, I remember fights with Luke Keeler and Liam Williams and just a bunch of people where he's very, like, they laugh at Wilder. They call him not skilled, but, like, they look identical. And ironically enough, they're, they're in the same Olympic weight class. They, they were in the same class together. They've been boxing the same amount of years. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I see in Boo Boo. I don't, I, I'm not being disrespectful. He takes it that way because I don't see what I see. But I didn't see well, what people seen in he LeBron. Was the amateur world, he was an amateur world champion. 
You so know, was, and he was expected to do better so was at the Wilder. Olympics than he did. So was mm-hmm. Wilder, though. Wilder won a bronze. Like, I, you know, I'm just still saying they're both sloppy. Extremely yeah. sloppy. And yeah, I, I think the I'm, Mexican monster's going to do what he should do. And if he doesn't, a star is born. And, and Boo has this that? story. What is that, though, Ness? Is that a late-round stoppage? Oh, I can't give any specifics because I'm having a very popular... <laughs> And yeah. uh, successful betting show. But, yeah. again, um, Boo Boo deserves the win more than the Mexican monster. And I'll tell you why. His story mm. will be greater. Again, it's, it's rooting for the underdog because that's what this sport is established on. He's the guy that's been blacklisted. He's the guy that's been saying he's great and people have been whispering how great he is but never got the opportunity. You know, the other guy's Mexican. He's going to automatically get an opportunity. The other guy's got a broadcaster. He's automatically going to get an opportunity. The other guy's a pay-per-view guy on two pay-per-view fights back-to-back. Tyson called him the Mexican monster. The other guy has all the love, and he has the people. Boo-Boo cannot afford... If Boo-Boo loses, remember, he's on a fight-by-fight, and they don't even have a network. Where is Boo-Boo tomorrow? He cannot well, lose. Boo doesn't have a big built-in fan base. You know, he's not uh, African-American. He's Cape Verdean-American. Um, last uh, Cape Verdean boxer I can remember off the top of my head from the United States was Super Ray Oliveira, who I'm sure you used to see a lot on ESPN Friday night fight cards. Um, so, yeah, Boo had that issue because he turned pro. He decided to take, uh, from what I've, from what I've heard from a fighter that used to be, uh, you know, with a small promoter himself, he took a deal with uh, a smaller promoter because they offered him a signing bonus and then never really got many opportunities after that. He fought for vacant world titles. I don't think he's yet to fight a world champion. Um, so it, I it, think cool this, clay, it, right? In the game for this long. Hmm? Wasn't cool clay. You know, someone did some research, and they say Cool Clay had a belt. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to go. Well, he hasn't fought. He hasn't fought many anyway. So the uh, the I mean, it's it's a mystery. What's good? What 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 he's capable of? I don't know what he. I'll tell you this. Of, but the, it, that is leading the intrigue for me to watch this fight. Like it, I would have watched it regardless, but. It has become an interesting fight for me. Well, let me say this before I get up out of here, man. I, I If I pick with my heart, I'm picking Boo Boo by unanimous decision. But since I have to be logical in my approach and I have to be respectful to the game, I'm expecting Benavides to at least win by unanimous decision, at the very least. You know, um, and I will have my scorecard because um, if I'm wrong, like you said, Ness, and like I, we all think those stories, the story of the guy that wasn't supposed to be, he ain't really look like that. That's the much better story. But sometimes the reality of it is that, um, you know, the guy that has the momentum like Benavidez has, um, despite what we're hearing from not so credible sources such as Rick Glazer and Victor Conti, um, you know, we got to keep our eyes open for really what's real about this boxing, man. I'm going to get up out of here. King Amina Vesics won. King Amina Vesics won on Instagram, the championship rounds on YouTube. And of course, here on the motherland, the boxing voice. Maestro, good seeing you, brother. Good Ness, you I'm too, out. Brother.
Absolutely, Ken. Have a good rest of your Sunday. Yes, you too, brother. Uh, Appreciate you guys. Ness, I'm going to hit you later if you got anything shaking. Appreciate it. Maestro, you, you feel free to, you know, if you got to go too, it's all good. I'm going to get to whatever callers we got. This is a very hardcore show. I, I highly doubt um, we're going to get a lot of callers because, uh, you know, these guys are name whores. They love those big names, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, like I'll you said, with you for a little longer. Like you said, that fight, which the, the, I don't even know how to pronounce the loser's name, but uh, Adrian Coriel, you know, he 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 showed us his skills, and and you wouldn't see that because if you're chasing names, you wouldn't see that card because Joe Cordina isn't the biggest name. Neither was Juliza Guzman and and Ramallah Ali. I was just heavily he invested. No singer. And it was this was an optional defense, by the way. This was not like a mandatory or whatever. Like this fight was supposed to be a walkover fight. Um, yeah, man. Uh it, it's just unfortunate that, you know, it worked out that way for him, but you know, it definitely sets something up. It definitely sets something up for Adrian Curiel, man. I want to see him back. That was 108, too, right? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see, you know, where they go next. It's probably going to be the rematch, right? Because a guy with four losses, he probably doesn't have many options, let alone a promoter. He probably it's gotta got to be the rematch. Unless, yeah. unless, and if I'm a Japanese promoter out there, and I think it's Tekken and Mr. Honda, you may want to just get him right away and go with Kenjiro Taraji and try to unify with the WBC, WBA, because Kenjiro, Kenjiro is a monster. It's mm. not just in, in a way. Kenjiro's a monster himself. That would be uh, 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 probably the biggest payday he, he'd get going out to Japan, because as you know, Ness, the big paydays in the lower weight classes are mostly all in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. We got... Rob in Vegas, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? I didn't even catch the whole card, so I, uh, you know me, man, I'm a casual, I'll be here for the bullshit, but I, college football was doing me dirty, and I had to turn you on, and then I turned the fight on, I'm like, okay, LeBron. Man, he was looking like LeBron, LeBron out there. Like, he, <laughs> he came for the chip. That boy was looking good. He looked good out there. Boy, Foster tried to turn it on on him. And about, I want to say about the fifth or the sixth, he started trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, turn, turn another tie type of shit. He started landing some good body work. What LeBron do? He started pivoting. <laughs> he started leaning back, catching me with this shit. Hey, man, he making me a – like, that was a dub for boxers. That was a dub for boxers. I like that bullshit, man. I want to see some knockouts. I want to see some chins get checked. That's a dub for boxers, that LeBron fight. Like, you don't think you just going to turn on, turn on ESPN and see some good shit like that. That boy was moving. He was on the side. He caught him when they both landed the shot. He definitely landed clean. Did you see that part? Say again. When when uh when LeBron and Foster landed at the same time, I I want to say it was probably the oh yeah yeah or yeah the eighth round. Yeah, yeah, they both landed at the same. Well, that fight was crazy. That was some smoke right there. I like that, but yeah, LeBron definitely got a bit in me. 
Efe versus Zang, that'll be good. But I, I think Zang will win that from what I've seen of both of them. But uh, what's your boy bring up that you just had on the show? He said Efe versus AJ? Yes. That's that smoke. That's that shit I want to see. That's what I'm talking about. If he go up in there, get that AJ smoke. Zang is smoking too, though. Either, either with them three right there, that's a nice little triangle fight right there. Efe, Zang. Zane Joshua, F.A. Joshua, I like, I like all three of them. That's, that's good, too. And then, who, who else is on that? Day? But you know me, man. I'm casual. I don't even be, I just turn that on at the end of the day because I'm like, man, this college football is getting trash. So, let me go ahead and go over here with Nessie with his boxing talk about it. Who, who likes him? You know what I'm saying? That that LeBron fight and that F.A. fight, boy, both of them were some smokers. I like both of them. Word. But uh, that's my call, man. I just wanted to get in because uh, LeBron definitely got a friend. Oh, and stop pronouncing my boy's name wrong. Concepcion. Like, Concepcion. That's my son. That's my son. Concepcion. I get up with you. Thanks for my call. All right. Concepcion. We got you, Joe. Average box fan, what up? Average box fan, Discord. Yo, 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 Last call for alcohol. If anybody wants to call in, now is the time. If you're on Twitter, raise your hand. Request if you want to voice your opinion. You want to give any thoughts on this weekend's fights. I got 954 nine, Twigs, $5. He says, F.A. versus Makhmadov next. Makhmadov is about to be allowed the easiest route to a title fight. He's a contender. Fight obscure Africans we never seen. Okay. Tyrone the Great, $2. I'm going to check in manana for the predictions due to the travel. You got it. James Benitez, $2. Shakur's a neighborhood superstar, not a national one. Modern King Boxing, $2. Just showing love. We got JB on the check-in. Yo, Ness, you hear me? Loud and clear. Yo, man, this is a good weekend of boxing, man, especially the top-ranked card, man. Shout-out to Ray, Raymond Murataya, man, putting the 135 division on notice. I mean, I was almost agreeing with everything Tim Bradley was saying. Look, look, man, uh, Keyshawn ain't ready to be fucking with no uh, Raymond Murataya. He's still, he's, like, so far behind him. Murataya's looking like a real complete fighter. Um, I don't like how they're trying to, like every top ranked fighter trying to actually say, yo, Cambosas or whoever's next. Nah, man. I like how he called out Devin, even though Devin's not probably not going to be possible. But him and the Sheik, uh, uh, Shakur fight is going to be hella exciting. Um, Frank Martin definitely won't cross the street to fight no Raymond Murataya. Murataya probably stop him. I mean, shit, it's like another star was born. Um, shout out to Puerto Rico. I mean, Henry LeBron, man, them body shots, man, the body shots he was hitting uh, Foster with, man. You saw that he lifted him off his feet with a couple of them body shots, man. That shit was crazy, man. That was a good fucking fight, man. Um, I think he he definitely put 130 on notice, man. Um, a future fight with him and Lee Wood, that shit would be, that shit would be dope. Um, shout out to F.A. Um, I was worried about F.A., but he ended up giving us a good performance and everything. Uh, them uppercuts, I seemed like he added that to his arsenal and everything. And the uppercuts were pretty vicious. 
um, what what Maestro was talking about, a future fight with F.A. and um, A.J., that would be a good fight to see. Um, Jang, I don't know, man. Like you said, the money has to be right, but I really don't think F.A. and his team really want that Jang smoke. Um, in my opinion right now, probably the eyes of the public, A.J. is more winnable fight than the Jang fight. Um, other than that, Ness, man, thank you for having this Sunday uh, recap show. I really ain't watched much of the zone card, but I heard it was a shit card. But Top Ring did his justice for that Saturday, man. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to the TPB community. Um, I'll check, I check you out on the next one. All right. Yeah, I disagree. I feel like that matchroom card was not shit. Uh, that Cordina fight was good. Uh, Edward Vasquez is underrated. I said it. That's why I gave the Joe Cordina plus money decision pick on the betting show. You should be rich fucking with me. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, I think you guys just underrated Vasquez and, and, and you know, the fact that he changes so many levels. So he makes it very difficult for a lot of people. And, and I don't know, maybe there's enough tape now and he won't be a nuisance for the next fighter. But he felt he won uh, in that fight last night. I got Alex on the check-in. What up? Yo, yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good morning, good morning, good morning, man. What a... For the most part, I say I enjoy the nights of fights until the end. Because, boy, did it take forever, bro. I was... I actually nodded off in the Murataya versus Torres fight. I got woken up by the call on the knockdown. But uh, other than that, man, I, I, I don't... JB, man, he always be talking me out of that, man. Uh, I think that that matchroom card was very good. Starting off with that Guzman Ali... I gotta gotta get McCrow. Uh, I thought Guzman. I thought she was gonna win a decision. It was a close fight score wise, but if you watched it, you saw Ali really dominated those last what maybe three four rounds. Um, it seemed that in the beginning it was close, but when she got hit a couple times, she really woke up and uh, really started using her foot movement, double triple jabs, uh, right hands. She was really countering Guzman's uh, jab. Um, you know, Guzman she just throws a jab. Uh, you know, doesn't protect her chin, and uh, I was leaving Ali uh, able to counter over the top. So great performance by her. Um, yeah, I was. Let me. I watched that dude. Uh, what's his name? Coriel, I think is. Think it is. He was on like small shows. There was, you know, there was no way to forecast that he was gonna do that to Nanshinga. Uh, Nanshinga, uh, I think Maestro has said it. You know, they were pumping him up. They were talking about knockout. They were saying he's probably the best fighter at junior flyweight. I believe it is. Um, a lot of big talk. Uh, everyone was saying how much they loved him, uh, his style, uh, talking with him, and he got blasted out. So another one bites the dust. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about, you know, these UK promoted or guys from the like the British Isles. Don't put them against those Mexicans because you're gonna get, you're gonna see those upsets. And I knew Vasquez was was a, a difficult opponent, even though he was coming up in weight, no power. Ness, you say it, and I know I've said it plenty of times, especially on the back call. Yo, power ain't everything. This is the this is boxing. It's an art form. There's so many different ways you could do it and how you match up with guys. You don't need power to always be to win or just be competitive. And Vasquez showed you that. Uh, I think Cordina, I think he needs to move up to 135. I mean, that man looked like, I'm trying to find an appropriate analogy, but for real, he looked like a crackhead uh, in the in the back alleys, bro, that you be seeing while you're running around town, like at the weigh-in, man. Um, and he's just trying to he 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 kind of said it like he Vasquez didn't really he felt like Vasquez didn't really have nothing for him. You see, he just try to power through him, and he just was he wasn't trying to win. He just thought he was 
He just thought he was going to get it in the bag, and that's why you get the majority decision. So, um, moving on, I do got to eat my crow. Uh, <laughs> I did the Hail Mary on the Torres on the Mortatayas uh, fight. Um, you know, did I really believe it or was it hate? Hey, what you I, mean? that was my pick. I said, put me on record for it, and he got Mortataya looked amazing. Uh, that was the best. This is the kind of stuff I want to see from a fighter before I just go all in and uh, or, or start acting like I'm all in. And he showed, I mean, he was not just one or two levels. He showed he was multiple levels above uh, undefeated fighter Torres uh, with, you know, 18 and 0, 17 knockouts. So shout out to Mortataya. I think definitely you got to you got to talk about him, um, you know, facing one of these other top guys. Uh, I don't know about title shot. But, you know, uh, you know, I hear a lot of things about Keyshawn. It's like, well, I don't see why Top Ring would make that matchup now. But if you wanted to put him in, let's say, like a Cambosos, I would get it, you know? That's like somebody I think I would like to see him with. But you already know he's tied up with Loma. And shout out to Jabba. Uh, you know, his trainer said a lot about, you know, elbow injuries. I mean, yo, the last couple of fights compared to this fight, well... I guess the what was the one dude from Kazakhstan? That was a tough fight because of the style, but uh, I think it was Stephen Shaw, and there was another fight too. He just he doesn't look, you know, he he just looked real basic, and with that, he still is kind of basic, but the way that he was committing to his shots and that uppercut, bro, Jesus Lord, man, that uppercut. Once he he threw it like one time, landed it hard, and Godal was never the same. So shout out to Ajagba. Oh, and also LeBron, man. Uh, I got to eat crow on that too, bro. Damn, I guess I didn't have a good week with picks. Uh, I thought Foster was uh, going to be a lot better. And LeBron, that right hook was sick, bro. So uh, another dude, uh, you know, I don't know if he beats Navarrete, but he's got to be in that conversation with a performance like that because he showed everything. Uh, he showed a good jab. He showed countering. He showed foot movement. He showed why it's important to have great footwork and to do something with it. So shout out uh, Henry LeBron. Definitely uh, one of the best fighters from Puerto Rico currently. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. All right, champ. Appreciate you. Uh, looks like we got Brandon on a check-in. What's up, champ? Yo. Yo. What up, my guys? Um, I didn't actually watch the fights. I saw some of the highlights and some guys getting beat up, but I didn't really see the – um, like the actual fights, like I'm not really gonna comment on exactly like what happened during it, but it looked from like the clips, small clips that I've seen, it looked pretty interesting. Um, and like where where do you guys be betting at? Because I want to bet, I want to bet on some of these fights because like I feel like I make good decisions, but if I'm choosing like something like let's take for example like the Tyson Fury fight, if we're going like, uh, like what. Do I gotta guess like the exact like it's split decision or it's like it's by decision or it's like unanimous? Like then I probably my chances of winning a bet and getting money from that would probably be very low. But I do want to bet on some boxing matches because I feel like that'd be interesting. Like where do you guys be betting at? Like where do you guys bet that? My bookie, Bavada, different places. All right, I was gonna say FanDuel. I used to use FanDuel for betting. Yeah, I mean, no, if you're if you're in that area, yeah, FanDuel's good. Yeah, FanDuel for if they have boxing on that, I'll bet on that. I only put place like like thirty forty dollars, like like what are they parlays or whatever, like where if you win, you just get like double that amount, or you get like half of that amount, and you get like fifty bucks from it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be placing like two hundred three hundred dollar bets on it, but um, 
But yeah, I want to I want to bet on some boxing match because betting on boxing is like the most fun thing, uh, and like watching boxing too. And then I might actually get a DAZN subscription uh, for twenty five a month. Uh, what else? I'm trying to because I'm trying to get more because I used to, I used if to you be, pay for I the year, that, it's cheaper than twenty five a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. If it's like two hundred and something, like two hundred twenty five for the whole year, I might actually do that. Um, it really depends. But um, I used to I used to be involved in like basketball only, like NBA. But I'm really just trying to like transfer everything to like boxing, like all my all my like ESPN, like my sports uh, entertainment services, stuff like that. I'm just trying to like transfer that into like boxing <laughs> and make that my main. Because if I don't make it my main, I'm gonna focus on basketball. Because like I was playing basketball with my friends earlier. And they don't box, so they're kind of like they're kind of like weak. Not not weak, but you know, if they if you're talking to somebody who doesn't really box, right? Like they they don't understand it. Like they don't understand the sport that well. They just watch it. They possibly watch it, but they don't actually do the sport, which is like a big difference from somebody who does box and somebody who watches boxing. Especially if somebody who watches football and or does football, like that's those are two separate things. Like you can be a fan of a sport, or you can actually participate in the sport. Uh, which either is cool, but I participate in sports. So there's, you know, I love boxing. I love, I love basketball too, but I feel like basketball is, is kind of like in the past now. Cause I, I just got so into it and like, it's just kind of crazy to me now boxing itself or not, sorry, not boxing, basketball. Yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even find it really interesting anymore. Cause I was playing with my boys the other day and like, I was making every single shot and like, some guys don't. They don't want to pass the ball. I just want to box now. I want to box with some of my guys that were talking, telling me like, "Yeah, come through the box." You mean stuff like, like that? Yeah, times. All right, Brandon. Appreciate it. Shout out to Brandon. He actually made one of our reels with one of his calls. We got Rider of the Storm. Salute, Ness. Buenos dias. The zone and top rank were great. Were excuse me. The zone and top rank were both great cards. Unfortunate that Americans don't follow boxing. Just follow fighters. So true, man. These guys are fans of man. That's why they missed out on a lot of great fights yesterday. But I, I used to be like that. So I'm not trying to put anybody down, right? Like, I used to be like that. I used to call fighters from England Euro bums. I used to call some fighters bums. You know, but then I started getting beat up in Spawn. And uh, I started seeing that UK was on the rise. And I started betting. And again, I'm not trying to convince anybody to bet because if you join my betting show, you see that I don't bet a lot. I bet $2, $3, shit like that. But betting something does add a little more interest. You know, it makes you a little, bo- little bit more involved. Um, and uh, I, keep, I guess it keeps you invested. Average boxing fan. Yo, what up, bro? Good morning. Buenos dias. Yo. So, uh, shout out Murataya, bro. He fucking went in there and did what he had to do. I didn't know that uh, Torres, his trainer, wasn't able to make it to his fight. And they had some random, they just picked up some random dude. Everybody was complaining about the instructions they were giving him. Uh, I don't want to see him against no Shakur or Haney next. I know that's what everybody has to do, call out the big names. I think he should fight like uh I would like to see him fight a Cambosos, but he said he's tied up with uh with Loma. 
Uh, why not Keyshawn or uh, Jermaine Ortiz? I mean, Jermaine Ortiz is ranked, I believe, higher than him. That'll be a fun fight to watch. And uh, the Navarrete and Shakur thing, bro, I don't think that shit's gonna happen, even if they both win. I was watching this fucking interview Navarrete gave a couple of days ago where he said uh, he has no rush to move to 35, that uh, he wants to unify and possibly undefeat the division. And uh, I don't see anyone better than him in that division. Who is it? Uh, Cordina, Luis Garcia, and Foster, the other three champs. I think he fucking steamrolls through all those motherfuckers. He was saying that uh, he just got to the division and he's not in a hurry to move up to 35. And I'm wondering if uh, Shakur not being able to sell his fucking event is, is, is what changed his mind. Because a couple months ago, he said he, he would love a fight with Shakur. You think that, that that's why he's changed his mind? Because uh, Shakur ain't selling the fight? You talking about O'Malley? No, Navarrete. Navarrete and Shakur, bro. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just playing hardball. He understand. I mean, I think it's it's pretty obvious that Shakur doesn't have opponents, and, and Navarrete should be able to see that and just, you know, doing the same thing a Jogba's doing. Like, you got to pay me. Yeah, that, that's pretty, that's, he's playing hardball then now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because fucking, I mean, I think he can fucking undispute that division. I don't, I don't see any of the other three guys beating him. Um, I don't think Foster beats him. I don't think Cordina beats him, and I don't think uh, Garcia beats him. I don't know, man. Can't count Foster out after what he did, chat. Yeah, we but seen Navarrete, we seen I mean, Rock, Rocky's bro. not even close to Navarrete. Yeah, bro. and guess what? Liam's not even close to a Foster. Because if well, you. Liam. If you the Liam that put Navarrete, oh, Liam, uh, the Liam that got robbed, the Liam that beat Navarrete, the one that put him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was issues behind that camp, camp. Hey man, he fucking just just don't have those issues when you fight Oshaki because he might sleep you. That's how I see it. You know, we all got issues coming into a camp. I mean, fighters, I've been interviewing interviewing them for years, and and that's what they say. We never go into a fight a hundred percent. We always got some sort of injury, so I don't know what injuries or whatever old boy might have had, didn't have. What I do know, I'm not counting out Foster after what he did. And I mean, obviously, Oshaki Foster, not to be confused with William Foster that fought yesterday. What up? What up? Um, First things first, um... Shout out to Ness, the Boxer Voice, and the live broadcast for um, all the shows. I actually, when I watch boxing most of the time, unless it's like a pay-per-view or showtime, I am always listening to the Boxing Voice on audio, and I am watching the fight on mute because some of these announcers be biased. Hmm. Um, now, let's get, now let's get to the fights. Ali... I don't know why Ali was an underdog. I, I feel like people who thought Ali was a true underdog didn't follow her career to date. And, you know, I've watched just about every fight that she has, um, that she has performed in. And actually it was a shock, shock to me that she got knocked out 
um, by Guzman. And knowing that um, she came back, I didn't really see a scenario where she lost. I was actually disappointed at the slow start, but she came through in the end and got the unanimous decision. I think, you know, the judges were solid on their um, scorings. And then um, I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name, but the Solomane um, Sisosko dude, when I was Sisosko. on that live chat with you, Sisosko, there we go. Um, I was on the live chat with you when you said, don't let him get out of this round. And he let him get out of this round. And of course, he got the, you know, win. But like, I think that was a clear opportunity to show like the knockout power that you have. So I think that's something that he has to kind of look at moving forward. I mean, it was like two minutes left in the round when he got knocked down, but he's going to have to, you know, improve on that in the future. Um, Joe Cordina had my knockout of the year 2022 on um, Ogawa when he hit him, on, you know, across the chin and um, the second round laid him straight out. Um, he needs to move up. I, I mean, obviously, I would like a Lee Wood fight. I would like a Shockey Foster, but I think he needs to move up at this point. He's been at 130 a long time, and I think it's just time for him to, you know, take Conquer on the 135 um, class, especially when Haney drops the belts after he wins against, um, after he wins against Regis, because there's no reason to come back to um, 135. Um, also, remember. Um, William Foster um, beat De Los Santos, um, you know, in the fight that, you know, you know, he lost against um, LeBron. So remember that some of these guys might be beating each other. So it'd be really interesting to see De Los Santos against Shakur on the 16th. Um, Mertoala, um, he, I want to see him against Keyshawn. Great performance. Jabba and um, Zhang. I, I don't know if there's any other fight right now. The heavyweight division's on hold and we all know why. Um, that fight between Ferry and um, Usyk just needs to happen so we can kind of clean up the division. Um, Vale Estrada is a fight I want to see. It's the only fight I want to see in that division or anywhere near it. Um, and then, obviously, we need the best fights today, not tomorrow. TBV, I'm out. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yo, yo, hot audio. Yo, hot audio. Straight. Straight, that's what's up. Shout out TBV. Smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Hardcores. And everybody else is here. I mean, I guess you could be a hardcore if you didn't watch none of the fights, right? I mean, somebody did call in and say they didn't watch none of the fights. But, yeah, man, that don't mean they don't follow the sport, man. It's just, you know, some, some things not entertaining enough for to catch them, a person I and make them watch. I don't know what people, they not hardcores, man, if they didn't know Marauder was going to um, impress. I've been waiting on him to step up for a long time, you know, for a long time, man, you know. Who, Muataya? Yeah, Muataya. Yeah. Oh, oh, you call this well, a step I'm, up? No, I'm waiting on him to step up. Okay, okay. I'm like, I'm so, glad so, people, so people like they... People like they were surprised that he did so good, and they picked against him. Another hardcore, right? Vega said he fell asleep, right? So yeah, but uh, I, I I didn't fall asleep, man. You know, <laughs> and I wasn't sleep, and I wasn't sleep on Muratayo. You know, I'm waiting on him to fight Jermaine Ortiz or Cambosa, but Jermaine Ortiz, I don't think has anybody said his name yet. I mean, they they lining him up. It looked like they lining up uh uh your man's with with Keyshawn. That's what the direct. They, they not really, 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 okay. really, 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 really believe in Murataya is the goods because they trying to line them up with a dude that's not and all. 
With Keyshawn, right, right. So I mean, right, it's just I wouldn't think that. See, that's what's wrong with boxing, man. Let, let, let's let's get out the negative thinking and just say let's. That's what we need: two young, undefeated fighters to fight each other. They they believe in them. We just need to see who's gonna rise to the top and who's gonna move forward. You mm. know, and let's get out. Let's get out that negative way of thinking, man. So you didn't get punched in the head. You need to get punched some more. Because I never thought I never thought UK or never disrespected you know UK or a, a champion or somebody that's a professional. You know they 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 take boxing very, very serious over there. Nah, I just know you, UK but you just don't started, got that much over there. You just started watching boxing. If you was watching UK boxing thirteen years ago, no. my brother. Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. I didn't of, just start. I, don't, I, I, of, I didn't just start. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you think thirteen years ago, there's not a lot of names. You know, you got your Frank Brunos, your Kawasaki's, and then, I mean, yeah, they still good. They still good enough over there, man. You know, you got your your Prince. Um, the prince, bro. You talking about uh, one, once every generation? You got, you, know, you got you got you got your uh, the other dude, but yeah, but boom. So the Cordina, I, I like. I mean, I, Cordina, he got the win. Waiting on him to come over, and um, I want to see him against Foster, but I don't know if it's gonna be a realistic because they're not on the same side of the street and all of that. But uh, yeah, man, Cordina, I thought he lost. I mean, I, it could have went either way. It could have went either way, but another hardcore Jay Benitez, you know. Said he um he didn't watch the fights or nothing like that. But yeah, I had watched the zone fights too, of course. You know, hardcore shit, man. You know, I like FA. Let's get FA in there with Jarrell Miller. Let's bring Big Baby. It's a great time to bring Big Baby out. And the winner go on to bigger and better things. And the loser may may um be a gatekeeper, you know. But let's I don't think FA is ready for the top names yet. You know, he lost to Frank Sanchez. Maestro mentioned that name, but um, yeah, let's get him. Let, let's bring out Big Baby. Let, let's get Big Baby. Who who you think will win against um Jarrell Miller? Cause I don't think Jared. I mean, let's Jared Anderson to beat FA. So unless we want to feed him to Jared, but who who you think will win against uh Jarrell and FA? Uh, that's a tough fight, but I mean, obviously FA tough is fight. more active for me. You know, activity is important. It is. It is. It is. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So yeah, let's get the more tired. I know it's it's prospect heaven over there at top rank, man. But it's time. Mm. It's time. It's time for him to, to step it up. Yeah, but and, uh, FA. you saying it's time, yeah. but you ain't giving Keyshawn time. I mean, how many fights more tired you got? Nineteen with yesterday's. Okay, how many fights Keyshawn got? I believe nine. Okay, there you go. There's that. <laughs> it's time. Let's let's get him up there. I mean, if you want to rush Keyshawn, be my guest. But it's time for Muatia. You know, he's at 20 fights. He's ranked high, uh, top five in a lot in, in a few rankings. I know he's top seven. I, I just looked at the rankings. He's top seven. So yeah, it's time. It's time. You rush yeah, I mean, Keyshawn. I think I think he need to fight like a Jermaine Ortiz, a Frank Martin, a William Cepeda. You know. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Keyshawn is the guy. That should tell us right. where Muratai at, because I feel like we might end up having more questions. Right, 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 man. Um, I like that. I like that. I was gonna say Zapata, but I thought Zapata was locked in. But uh, I like. I just Jermaine Ortiz was one that I didn't hear. I I, th- I don't think I even hear he's in the fight or anything. I just heard, latest I heard from him, he said that um something big was coming up, some late some news, but I I didn't hear the news. So. But yeah, man, shout out TBV. You know, it's good good week in the boxing, man. You know, we still we were still here. Hardcore was still here, man. You know. 
Shout out TVV, smash that like button, it's free. Do something with yourself. Yo, what's your thoughts on your man about to sign a two-fight deal, according to these MMA reporters? Who that? What? You talking about Ngannou? Nah. I'm talking about Wilder. You about to fight, sign a two-fight deal to fight MMA? I don't know. They said Ngannou Wilder PFL. <sighs> but I don't know. I mean, you know, well, we don't know if that means a fight or, you know, we don't know what that means. Exactly, exactly. They they got a deal that's um that's catered to Ngannou because Ngannou left UFC because they wouldn't let him do boxing and MMA. So they PFL he already got that link in the deal that we don't know we don't know what we're gonna do over here, but we're gonna bring the money and we're gonna let you guys broadcast it. We're gonna let you guys be the um, the provider and all of that, so you can get the money. So uh, if they do a boxing deal or MMA, it's up to them which which which, which direction they want to go in. But I hope. Wilder say let's do boxing, and I hope and got and PFL say let's do another boxing match. But uh, yeah, um, I don't think, I, I yeah, if they do a PFL match, man, like like old buddy said, it's gonna be a a contract full of stipulations, no takedowns until the last round, no elbows until the everything until the last round. It's gonna be boxing up until the last round, <laughs> and uh, hopefully Wilder put him to sleep before that, man. Statue shit. Hardcore shit. All right, all right, all right. Um, that looks like we're going out the calls. Hello. Yo. Hey. Um. You breaking up, bro? You got to get off your uh, Bluetooth. We can't hear you. Oh, okay, my bad. Can you hear me now? We hear a lot Hello? of air, but what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm at the gym right now. I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah, like as I was saying, like I just want to give credit to my to, to the homie Polo from Twitter, bro, because he was he was giving his, his predictions right about the heavyweight division. Like, like FA is gonna be a he said the FA will be champion, Dang will be champion, and it's looking like it's gonna happen. And Frank Sanchez win is aging like fine one, bro. Cause like, cause Frank Sanchez he did stop effort, didn't he? Or or my tripping when when they fought? Did are you tripping about what? You lost me. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I said like when Frank fought effort, did Frank stop him? No, no. Decision win for Frank. Oh, decision. Okay. All right. But anyway, so it's, so it's win is aging pretty well. And then for the, can I eat my crow for the Raymond Murataya against El Apache Torres? Because I was rooting for El Apache Torres. I thought, like, Apache Torres will, will make the fight more competitive for Raymond Murataya. But nah, that shit was a complete shout-out. Yo, <laughs> where'd you seen Raymond that Murataya guy before? Man, which? El Apache Torres? Torres, yeah. Yeah, well, I just discovered him through Instagram. Mm. And I found out that he was like a Stanford box. Uh, he was like one of Stanford's boxers. Okay. So that's where I discovered like I discovered him through through Instagram. And then I was just watching some of his highlights. Like I never like you know watched like one of his complete fights, but just by like you know like the eye the eyeball test. Like I was like, damn, I think like this guy we will make. You'll probably give Murataya a good fight, but no, I was way off. <laughs> nah, Raymond Murataya did his thing. He's too sharp. So yeah. I would like to see Murataya, you know, against uh, Jermaine Ortiz. Uh, William Cepeda would be a good fight because it's like, and that's why we could get so many questions by Murataya, how 
you could handle like a pressure fighter or and body puncher like Camaro Cepeda, man. Like that, that'll be a good fight. Cambosos, like since he's tied up with Lomachenko and Keyshawn, like even though Keyshawn even gonna look good like his last fight, I don't think a Keyshawn will will like give us so many answers with like Raymond Murataya. I think like a fighter like even like a people cruise could probably give us like many answers with Raymond Murataya to see like where Raymond Murataya really is. Um and also for the zone card El Gato uh, Curiel, man, like, I don't really, like, pay it. I don't really, like, follow like that, the mini, the, the small divisions, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be honest, but, like, but, man, that shit really surprised me because he knocked him out because <laughs> he had four KOs. He knocked out the African dude. That shit was pretty crazy. So Where? Mexico has a new champion. And, like, and also with the Cordina and Vasquez fight, I, I wasn't able to see that fight because I had to go do some errands, but, like, was it controversial that fight? Because I wasn't able to watch it. Nah, I mean, I don't think it was controversial. I just think people expected Cordina to do a lot better than he did. Um, and the issue is that they obviously underrated the skills of Vasquez. I think Vasquez is a very skilled fighter. I think that the fact that he changes levels so frequently gives anybody issues. And they didn't see that. You know, the Murata, I mean, the uh, Raymond. Ford fight was a long time ago, so if you didn't go rewatch that, you might not know that Vasquez is as good as he was. Yeah. Yeah, because my friend, like, you know, my friend Polo from Twitter, he, like, knows his shit, and he, like, tells me about these fighters that, I, like, I'm not too familiar with. And, yeah, he told me basically the same thing, but, like, yeah, I wasn't able to watch the fight. I was just able to watch the highlights. I think, like, right now, um, I'm going to go watch, I'm going to go back and rewatch it. And then with Yokosa Valle, man, I hope we get the unification belt with Sunita Estrada because that, that's a big fight for that division, honestly. And then also, um, what was I going to say? Oh, man, I fucking I I forgot. But I wonder what's next for Raymond, Raymond Murataya, man, because honestly, I think like he's like the real dark horse in the, in the division. I don't think like if I don't think that Navarrete fight will happen with the score. Because, like, I really want Navarrete to get a unification belt at the 130 division. And I don't know, like, if they'll put Murataya against your core. Do you think they will do that? Do <laughs> like, I think they'll do Shakur Murataya versus Shakur? I doubt it, bro. Why would Shakur fight Murataya? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like, I, I, don't want, I don't want Navarrete to move up to 135 just yet. I wanted to get a unification belt. Like, I wanted to grab another belt, like, against the Ovox, because then in Cordina, he just came out and said that he doesn't feel like financial motivated to fight Boxer right now. I saw that. I think I saw that on boxing scene that he said that he wasn't, like, really motivated, like, financially to fight uh, uh, Shaki Boxer. Who? But Shaki Boxer from um, Cordina, he, like, said something like that on boxing scene. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he's looking for bigger names, probably. Yeah, but, like, but, yeah, it was a good fight. It was, like, it was a good weekend. I wasn't able to watch all of them. I, I was just watching highlights on some fights. But, like, yeah, now and I would like to see my son, the Henry LeBron, and, and, um, and William Foster. I thought Foster was going to win just because I was going because he beat Edwin de Los Angeles. But, nah, that was doing my fight. <laughs> but... But yeah, that's all. That's my call for today, bro. Like, and have a have a blessed Sunday, bro.
All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Omaha, what up? Trey. Trey, what's up? All right. Let me get to these super chats. We last stopped off at... James Benitez, $2. He said, Vega don't know ish about boxing. LeBron up next. Right back at us with another $2. He says, Top rank should make LeBron versus Oscar Valdez next. That's not bad. Mexico versus Puerto Rico. That's not bad. Is Valdez still at 30 or did he move up to No, he is at 30. That would be mm -hmm. good fight. Prime Politics, $5. Shakur just wants to fight already, but hints, fights. Like happening mid November, I guess he meant his fight, or is that yes, his fight hap is like happening in November, but that's now, brother. Like his, hap his fight is happening like in six nine days, something like that. So this guy's gonna duck me, huh? See these dudes be ducking because they know I'm, I'm giving that fire. Skyler. What's good, Tim? Why you ducking me, bro? I'm ducking you? You know I'm trying to DM you, man. I want to get you on the show. Let's talk about that fight. Okay. All right. I'm going to send you a link. Oh, you too busy? I thought you was on the bus ride. All right. Come on, man. We got to talk, man. Getting tired and shit. Fuck all that. Fuck all that! Fucked up my money, man. Feel me? Just give me a few seconds. Let them jump on. They're on, a, they're on the way back. They got one of them private buses from uh, whatever that shit is. What was they at? They was in Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. So we're just waiting a few seconds to get Skylar Lacey on the show. He is the one that had to draw with Robert Garcia fighter, Antonio Mireles. Mireles. Um, here we go. Chan, what it do? Yo, yo, yo. Can you hear me? I hear you perfect, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How you guys? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm a, you, you, you know I'm upset, though. Yeah. What happened, man? The, like They robbed me on the draw. You mad about it? Oh, so you're going to say you got robbed? That's that's how you're doing it? Nah. Because right. I seen your post, okay? I seen your post saying that, oh, I got the draw in the, in, the, in the promoted fighter's 
card so you know what that means. Skyler, you won that fight if you would have just fought that fourth round a little bit harder, bro. I won the fourth round. Two judges gave me the fourth round. Yeah, but it's not universal, though. Like, fuck yeah. the judges, the world. Like, that was the, the fourth round was the beginning of you showing us you oh, was exhausted. Yeah. How, how you going to be that exhausted, though, champ? This was your this was your opportunity. This was my moment. What'd you say? Oh, hey. Oh, no, man. They brought me. So what they talking about is they gonna give you the rematch? Cause I'm 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 I'm, so. I'm I'm sure this was I supposed think. to be an audition, man. Yeah, I think I mean shit. Nobody really talked to me for real after the draw of people to hunt it, but damn, <laughs> a couple people was mumbling about a rematch. We gonna see what happens. They, Bro, uh, the game plan was on point. It, it, it was just the tank. The right hand was landing to the body, sweet. But 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 you also had that left hand down so much. Was that also exhausting or just by nature? Why you why you had your left so low? We were trying to time the left hook up. We was really planning on throwing the left hook on his ass, but I never quite got the left hook down like I wanted it to. But I mean, hey, we put the shit out there, you know. I came to the fight in the best shape I motherfucker ever been in. What? And I left the shit all in the No, ring. no fucking way. No fucking I'ma way. I'm gonna tell you, listen, I'm gonna tell you, this shit ain't no joke. The fucking 6,000 feet, whatever the fuck, that shit ain't no joke. But you I live in Vegas. Everybody. He's supposed to be worse than you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I just asked his coach on the bus. Well, one of the coaches on the bus, I asked him when they got out here. I was thinking, they, I'm like, ain't no way they got out here when we did. But they did, they got out here on Wednesday. I mean, he Look, live man, in we, Riverside. We lined that shit up, man. Two undefeated little young prospects, six, seven heavyweights, man. We lined that shit up, man. We put the shit out there. We live with the results. I ain't gonna hold my head down on it. We feel like we won four two, you know. Few judges had it like with one judge had it that way. Nobody had me losing this shit. I mean, we're gonna keep getting better from this shit, man. We ain't gonna hold our head down on this shit. Bruh, I'm on the outside looking in so I could be I'm wrong. Listening. I'm I listening. could be wrong on the outside looking in, but it looked like you got to hit the road work, brother. Well, shit, I'm going to tell you, we was hitting the road work, bro. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> I wish the shit was that simple, but we're going to keep this shit How much time up. did you get? How much time did notice did they give Over you for month. this? Over a month. Damn. Over a month. It ain't no, yeah, ain't no, uh. We ain't, hold no, we ain't about to say like it was some little quick call or some shit. We had plenty of time. You should have been hit me. I had no fucking clue till last minute, bro. You know you was a plus six, honey. I'm mad as hell, okay? Let me we tell you. Bet. You could bet on this? I didn't even know they could bet on this. Brother, that. could you bet? Plus six, honey, this sick. Brother, I, I mean, had six. you. Motherfuckers. I had you and Ramallah Ali, and she got the upset yesterday. And you were supposed to get the fucking upset yesterday. Hey. <laughs> shit, was, man. man. Oh, I my was. God. I, yo, nobody knew who you was. I'm like, oh, shit. This Skylar Lacey, when I seen the schedule, I'm like, they sleeping. I told I told everybody, there's no way he don't go over four and a half rounds. They had you an underdog to go. They thought he was going to drop you and knock you out before four uh, and a half. So you won money then? So you won the money I won, then? I won money. Because but your not, draw, you your draw don't time. make your draw don't make me uh, lose. It's 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 like dice. It's push pay. But if you would have won, I look like the fucking oracle out here. 
we all would have looked like a fucking oracle if we would have won. And we if you would have won, you would have got a fucking return. There's no way Top Rank don't bring you back if you would have beat that guy. That's a Robert Garcia fighter. I mean, my boy Johnny Rice beat they fighter and they never get a call back. So you ain't, ain't lying. Gonna, you ain't lying. I ain't going to hold Guido. my hat on that one right there. Bone said he did get a call back, but I ain't seen I, I ain't seen the fucking, I ain't seen nothing. Oh, he said they got, he got a call back to fight Jared Anderson for 100000 or some shit like God that. God damn, after this fight? After the, after the, uh, after the Guido fight, that's what Johnny got. Oh, that's so what Johnny that's, got. Yeah. Damn, man. I hope they call you back, bro. I swear them first three rounds. I mean, you could have did better, too, man. You got a fucking jab. You wasn't jabbing. Why? Why? Why wasn't you jabbing? We was using because the right hand versus the southpaw is what we was focused on. We was trying to land the right hand in the hook. We were, I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we was trying to land the right hand in the hook on his ass. We landed a few right hands. The hook just wasn't there like, like I wanted it to be. I mean, hey man, it's a fight game. It's the fight game, to... man. We lined that shit up. Nah, you good, bro. You I'm not good, trying bro. to be mean or nothing, but like, was you nah, upset you, you didn't get a knockdown? Cause I know he was dropped twice and, and you was yeah, fucking, you was definitely. looping the right and hitting him on the chin. Definitely disappointed I couldn't get a knockdown. I hit him with some shit and I looked at him, Rodney, Rodney, Rodney yelling he's hurt. And I'm looking at him and the motherfucker just blinking, looking back at me. And I cracked his ass with some shit. And I'm like, damn, this motherfucker. But they told me, they told me after the fight, he can take it. He can take a punch until he can't. Like he can take that shit until until he gets dropped. Yeah. Bro, you hit him with a body shot. You hit him with a right hand. You hit him with a right hand to the body, bro. That replay, that shit looked like his whole I can't believe he took that though. That shit was so powerful. Everything shook in slow motion, but I mean he it's not like shit. I caught a draw. I ain't catch a draw to the worst fucking fighter on earth. You know what I mean? Like, buddy. Nah, for sure. But when we line that shit up, man, then we gonna live with the results. They got my best effort in that shit last night. They fucking, we got some shit to work on, but it is what it is, man. Man, I, again, I, you know, outside looking in, Bones is there. He gonna know better. If it ain't the fucking running, it got to be the food then. Because something, you, you, said it you, gotta lost, be the food. you lost all your energy <laughs> after the third round. Yeah, I was tired. I wish I ain't say that shit on the fucking, they went in on me on the broadcast after I said that shit too. Yeah, yeah, I, I seen you taking that. shots at Tim Bradley. Like, we've been, what did we've he been, say about you? He, he, uh, my man's at the end going to say that neither one of these fight like, me and bro, two undefeated young heavyweights, we line that shit up at fucking 7 and 0 and 8 and 0. And Tim Bradley gonna hop on there and say, neither one of these, the ceiling's not very high for either one of these guys or some shit like that. I just don't see the point on hating on young fighters like that. Like, we ain't doing nothing but just chasing opportunity and bro just gonna bash us. I just, uh, I ain't appreciate it. Nah, man, use that shit as motivation, man. You got to bite down. You got to come back harder than that. Now the fucking cat's out the Without bag. We ain't going to be able to make money on you no more. They know you got some now skills now, now man. We caught a draw, though. They probably going to still think shit sweet, man. They probably still going to think shit sweet. We going to see, man. Plus 600 is fucking nuts, though. Word is born. <laughs> Plus 600 is nuts. 
I was the I was a six hundred underdog plus. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you'd have won six hundred dollars on that bitch. Yeah. Well, not, not not off a draw though. Not off the draw. What was the draw? He's bones. What was the odds for the draw? Bruh, tell bones. I wasn't thinking draw. I thought. Listen, I thought for sure you was about to. Listen, I thought for sure you was about to upset this motherfucker. I wasn't even looking I at a draw, too. bro. I didn't even think it was gonna be an upset for real. I mean, keeping everything a hundred, bro. Not. I mean, he's not one of the top ranks, better heavyweights that they got signed. I mean, that's some some shit. We definitely thought we was about to win. No, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying upset because the bookies had you an un I mean, they had you a significant yeah. underdog. So, you know, shit. People and in nobody the chat, knew. People it's crazy. I can't see yeah, yeah, it's live on YouTube. It's crazy. Nobody knew who you were. I'm like. I mean, folks don't know. Folks don't know. Shit, we. Folks don't really know who he is either. I mean, shit, I, I was trying to look bro up and shit. It's not a whole lot out there on him No, either. I was at, I went to see him in the gym. I, you know, uh, and he sparred Anthony Joshua. Remember when Robert Garcia trained Joshua, he took that kid with him. I know that kid. Oh, I seen I him in the gym. That motherfucker big as hell. He tall. Yeah, I mean, he the same height as me. They gassing it on the 6'9". He, he, he outweighed me by like 15 pounds, which I really thought was going to help with the the – Conditioning. <laughs> I really thought I was gonna have him on the conditioning when he when I saw that he was two sixty eight. Bones, but tell I, Bones. I thought we. I thought I was his man. I hit him up and said, "Who's in the gym?" He said, "Bro, the gym been slow." Meanwhile, he training you for this big ass fight. I mean, he said it was slow. It was slow. You hit me up in the afternoon when no one's there. But you could have texted me like, you know, Lacey got a fight on ESPN if you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? It was slow. That's still a slow day for I Bones. Thought, I thought you knew about, I thought you knew about that. But Hell no, I ain't know. I'm glad I ain't know, though, because it, it was a secret. But fuck, we, you know, we they ain't give it to us. Nobody ain't know. What that you shit. think? So what you think? How, how you had it? You had it 3-3? Three, three? No, no. I had it. And this is the bad part. I had it. You better four. not say you had it four two for him. Is that no, what you got to tell I had, me? I had four straight. The first four rounds for you, but at the end of the fourth round, I told my audience because I was I was live when you was fighting. So I told my audience. I said, "Look, I gave him the fourth round, but I'm biased. I know you. The way two, you was holding that dude, I two hear you. Gave me the four two. I hear you. But a lot of people, you know, that was the start of the end. So. The way you was holding that dude, I said to everybody, like, I'm giving him the fourth, but that's my guy. I ain't going to argue with somebody that's not giving him the fourth because he holding too much. So it was fun. Oh, man. Yo, I don't know if you know Cassius Cheney. You ever heard of him from Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah. You seen him? Did you get to see his little highlight? He got an amazing knockout over Trevor Bryant. I I know you sparred Trevor, right? I heard he knocked Trevor Bryant out. No, I ain't never I never been in the ring with neither one of them. I did hear he knocked Trevor Bryant out. Trevor Bryant was one of Don King fighters. Cassius Cheney. Uh he's a heavyweight from Connecticut. I know of him from the little team combat league shit. He I think he did the team combat shit for like a week or two. Uh yeah, I heard he lost he he came off a loss, so that's a good little win. That was yo, that he looked fucking spectacular in that fight but 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 i mean 
Trevor Bryant <laughs> was not, not in shape. From Trevor Bryant, yeah. Yeah, no, he was. Oh my God, he was the biggest I've ever seen him. He really didn't even look like himself. So, I mean, like, and you look spectacular against him. I mean, that's that's good shit. But what does that really get you? I don't know. He probably he gonna get something. Hopefully, he, he definitely gonna get something. I was a former world champion. Whatever they you want to consider. If he signed with Don King, they gonna give his ass fucking uh, what's the name? The little white dude, Gidry, Jonathan Gidry or some shit. Like oh, that. oh yeah, yeah. I, I bet on him yesterday. He got the win. Gertie or Gridry, Gridry or some shit like that. He got the win yesterday. Uh, you right though. He did tell me because I talked to Cassie. He did say he back December third. There it is. They gonna fight for the belt. Hmm. <laughs> but Skyler, man, when, how long you taking off, man? How long you taking off before you get back in the gym? Man, I ain't taking no time off. We about to enjoy the little weekend right here. We gonna be back soon. I got a couple messages this morning about some opportunities coming up in December. Back in my hometown, they gotta they gotta fight uh, in December. I might try to get on the car. We keep this shit pushing, man. We keep this shit pushing. We gonna see about a rematch. I don't know. Shit, we ain't gonna take too much time off though. All right, well, DM me that schedule, man, because Bones acting stingy. I could have been in the, in the gym, man. Uh, <laughs> I you gonna appreciate come train you with coming us? on. You going to come mean, train with us? You want to see the road work? I certainly, I certainly haven't trained in a long-ass time, but I'm going to come record you, get that, get, that, get that footage, and let the world know who you is. They can't sleep no more. Yes, sir. They can't sleep no more, man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you, man. Keep doing your thing. Send, send Bones my love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care, right. man. There you have it, man, Skylar Lacey. We almost did it, man. We almost did it, man. Um, fucking, uh, you know, that's why it's important to be in them gyms, bro. That's how, that's how you get that money, man. And uh, Skylar didn't perform as great as I wanted him to. But regardless, the parlay that I said of Ramallah Ali with Skylar, it made everybody bread, though. You know, it, it, it still gave you, um, I think, four to one odds, even with the, even with the, uh, the draw. You know, I don't know if other books pay, but this is my second draw parlay that I get paid. So, if if you don't get paid on your draws on other books, you might want to consider coming on over to Bavada where they do push pay like the dice game you feel me um calls with the five dollar cash app says benavidez by stoppage let's see how big that fight's gonna be come fight week bro because people been talking about that fight you know for the last i want to say couple of weeks you know sporadically here and there say something bring it up and um I want to see how, you know, how many people are going to be pumped up. We got $15 from Eric for a virtual raffle ticket for the WBC raffle, which we're going to do right now because we are wrapping up. It is last call for callers. Now is your opportunity to call in. So I'm going to give you a few minutes to do so if you want to while I announce what we're raffling off, which we're going to be doing in the next two to three minutes. You get this WBC towel. You get the little WBC tote bag. 
So put your gym stuff in. You know, you can fit your gloves in there. You can fit the WBC towel. You can fit your locker. If you work out in a fitness gym, you need to bring a locker. You fit your little locker. I mean, I said locker. I meant lock. You know what I mean. You know? And all and your wallet can be on the treadmill with your wallet, right? So you get the little WBC tote. Then you get the dog tags. So while you're running on the treadmill next to the ladies, they looking at your dog tag bounce off your chest like, wait, is he a fighter? Is he is he a champion? So it's double-sided. Got WBC in the front, then they got the whole slogan in the back. You get that. Get the keychain so you can drop your keys and they think you a champ when you pick them up. WBC keychain. You also get the WBC gold-plated... Uh, let me switch cameras. You also get the WBC gold-plated... Uh, Pin to pin on your hat. All right. Okay, there you go. Little WBC pin to pin on your hat. And then you get the hat to go with it. You know what I mean? Nice little WBC hat with the WBC embroidery front and on the side. And then last but not least, a little WBC. A sticker. Little WBC a sticker. So $15 gets you a virtual raffle ticket, and we put those names in the spinning virtual wheel and announce it in a matter of segundos for anybody that wants to participate. Um, if you haven't already hit that thumbs up, please do so. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of others. Who don't know we talk boxing every day and give you a place to celebrate when you get it right and even cry when you get it wrong. We got Profound Dream of $5. He says Las Vegas is at 2,030 feet elevation. Lake Tahoe is at 6,000 elevation. Why does Nesting living in Vegas prepares you for that? Uh, does it prepare him better than the dude that lives in Riverside, California? Won't you Google that elevation over there? The motherfucker that's out here is already at high altitude. You know what I'm saying? Is it as high as Lake George or whatever the fuck? No, but he's better suited than the other dude. And he didn't look that way. The other dude looked like he had more energy. Joel Vasquez, $2. Don't ever bet against LeBron, pa. Puerto Rican flag emoji. Knock it off. Oite. Knock it off. Um, Damn, we still ain't get to the over 200 thumbs up. You dudes is really, 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 really funny styles, man. Funny styles. I thought we was peoples, man. I see how y'all doing. Just for that, we're going straight to the raffle. We're going we gonna to get this thing over with. Wrap it up so I could go smoke the rest of the day, spend time with the family. All right. Let's screen share the raffle. This is, let's, let's, let's give it a one-minute countdown. Before we close the raffle, right? For those that haven't been able to vote just yet. Excuse me. Sending their money for the raffle. I said vote. All right. One minute countdown starting. I keep reaching for my coffee. I got to go to the fucking smoke room. That's my coffee, bro. But the counter is on. Yeah, Puerto Rico, stand up, man. Y'all got it right. LeBron did his thing. This twice he make me look stupid. I picked Foster and Vince's over him. What could I do? 
But but it tells you who I am. It tells you my character. You know what I'm saying? I ride for my dogs. That's all that tells you. You know, I ride for my peoples. Um, you know, I picked twice against LeBron because then, then Andy Vences was my peoples. I picked, you know, Foster because I, I felt invested. I interviewed him, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. Damn, Tama just started. I had to be on the screen. You believe that shit? You believe that shit? Here goes the coffee I was looking for, though. Look, elevation of Riverside is only at 900, so there you go. My man should have been more ready. Bottom line, let me give you all the reasons why we picked him as an underdog. This is free post-betting knowledge so that you can see why we make so much money on our betting show. We knew Lacey trained in Vegas. We know Vegas is high altitude. We know Lacey spars with elite-level sparring partners or fighters because, you know, he might be the, part, the sparring partner in this scenario. Um, we know that, you know, Robert Garcia doesn't have guys for that kid to spar, bro. Like, in Riverside, who the fuck is 6'7", six, 6'9"? And, and, and how many times are they visiting Riverside to get sparring? Which means Robert got to bring in sparring for that guy or take that guy somewhere to get sparring, which means it's difficult, which means Lacey should have had the advantage, you know? Lacey was active. He was in Team Combat League. I watched him. He was active, and he did a lot better than he did last night. His one-two was on, but it was an orthodox fight. It's like I tell you, he told you, oh, we were working on the hook instead of the jab because it was a southpaw fighter. I don't get it. I've, I, I don't get it, but I've experienced it. When I spar a southpaw, forget about it. I don't have a fucking jab. You know what I mean? You're more worried about that southpaw's hook. You, you end up making sure you punch in that hand so he don't fucking hook you. Um, so... We picked Skylar for those reasons. We knew Riverside was lower elevation. We knew Robert can't get him sparring. We knew the most elite level sparring that he got was Anthony Joshua. That was that was um, flat-footed, right? Like, I knew Skylar was more Tyson Fury than he is Joshua. Not to say he looked anything like Tyson Fury last night. Just saying he was more boxer than he is puncher. He didn't box yesterday. I don't know if it's because... Their game plan was to beat the kid to the body. Maybe they knew the, the dude got dropped twice, so they said, we, we strong as those guys. We can do it. Because, truth be told, one of the dudes that dropped Mirales was a stablemate of Skylar Lacey. That dude, the, the Samoan Milalta, dropped Mirales. That's Skylar's sparring partner. That's his stablemate. So maybe he went into that fight over confident because whatever he does in sparring with his stablemate. Not to say that I've seen him do anything because I never watched. I never actually got the Samoan watch ever, uh, spar ever. I hear great things about that Samoan though. I think he gave Big Baby some work. And I mean Anderson. Alright, final refresh for the virtual raffle tickets. Looks like we're done ski on that. So we're going to go ahead and do the raffle as we speak. Screen sharing and T-minus now. This is 
the names. Time to spin. May the best man win. Always good to see long-time listeners. 904 Geo, you are a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So we're going to go ahead and pack this up, get it out the way. Um, we got some more raffles coming to you. So look out for that tomorrow morning. There'll be something else in that very spot to replace the week's raffle. Also, I seen Coach BDB, and we're going to get more books. For anyone interested in books, he wants me to do more giveaways for the books. So we do have one left, and we have a very small crunk T-shirt. This is more for women. This is more for women. So if anybody wants this, holla at me. It's like a small, or unless you're like a flyweight or some shit, you ain't got to be a woman. You know how it is. But Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter, the winner once again was 904 Geo. See you Monday. Peace.